What's going on, drinking buddies? Brand new podcast coming right at you. But real quick, you know what we got to do first. We got to pay some bills and get some beer money. And to do that, this week's episode is brought to you by me. And now we drink the video version. Available on Vimeo now for $6 a month or 99 cents an episode. All the video versions are in full HD, ad-free. So be sure to check those out today at www.anwd.net slash videos. Once again, that is www.anwd.net slash videos. And uh, enjoy. We are also brought to you this week by my Twitch stream. That's right. In the pandemic, I become a Twitch streamer, guys. I'm a full-on affiliate and everything. Woo! Come join me multiple times a week playing various games like Stellaris, Mortal Kombat 11, Fortnite, with a bunch of my really silly friends at the You Laugh, We Die Network. We're bringing more and more content to you every week. We got a YouTube channel. So come check us out if you're into gaming or just having a good time. And do me a solid. If you have Amazon Prime, throw me a subscription. It literally costs you nothing. Hell, slide into the DMs and I'll walk you through it if you got problems. Appreciate the hell out of you. Oh, yeah. And the URL is really important. Twitch.tv slash Slayer. Once again, that is twitch.tv slash Slayer. Last but not least, we are brought to you by our friends at Vinyl Me Please. Vinyl Me Please is the record of the month club. The best damn record of the month club. In fact, in fact, every month, Vinyl Me Please features one album that is essential to the modern vinyl collection. Each record is pressed exclusively for Vinyl Me Please. And it's features you can't get anywhere else. Things like bonus tracks, inserts, color variants, and comes packaged with a 12 by 12 Elm-inspired art print and custom cocktail pairing recipe. What? Awesome vinyl that you can't get anywhere else? Some new art for your wall? And a new way to get fucked up? These are things that are all up my alley. And that's why Vinyl Me Please has been sponsoring and now we drink for so long now because I really believe in this product. And Vinyl Me Please isn't like Record of the Month Clubs of Old. It's month to month, no strings attached, cancel anytime. So if you want to start getting rad vinyl today, go to www.joinvmp.com slash anwd once again that is www.joinvmp.com slash anwd joining me this week is the homie Raynan bozio he's back for i I don't even know how many appearances this is if you count all the strip club adventures but it's been a long time since we've actually been able to bro down on like our real and now we drink episode so we did a fun remote show talked about the projects he's working on Raynan is also part of the you laugh we die twitch network so He's gaming with me all the time. We had a good old fucking time with this one. So I hope you enjoy as well. Sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy drinking buddies. filter for those abs <laughs> like, motherfucker can't even open a power aid motherfuckers do work on his abs not his arm strength <laughs> yeah right it's all core, it's all a, core. Thousand, a thousand crunches i'm up to a thousand now <laughs> like girl i could plank forever with you on my back yeah right oh fuck now if you want me to bench press you well that's right out of the fucking question yeah that's <laughs> No chest, all ass, baby. Iron Core Raiden Bozio.
There you go, like the Iron Sheik. You got to get the Iron Sheik clubs going, oh, dude. Those are those are brutal as fuck. I've, I've nobody can really do those, man. They all get blown up unless you're the Iron Sheik. He really, he really does blow those motherfuckers up. Maybe his are fake. It's all fucking kayfabe. No, dude, he uses the real ones. How that do was, you that know? was the idea. Because they had they had to use the same ones that he he used. Oh, okay. he could do it. Yeah, because he grew up in. Have you seen the Iron Sheik? Wait, are we start? Have we started yet? We have. Okay, great, perfect. Um, <laughs> so, uh, introducing Rain and fucking Bozio. I, I, here I am, everybody. Uh, uh, well, for the video version, they can see your name at the bottom of the screen. There, that's nice. That's good for them, you know. But not everybody's privileged with the with the video element. Well, that's true. They should be. But those of them who are not, I do a whole fucking intro before you come on. Oh, that makes sense. So we just go in. This is like Joe Rogan, but you didn't even say, and we're live. I know it's fun that way. Oh, I'm I'm down with that. That's good. We got some we got some natural riffage that I was hoping we would capture anyway. Um, but I was gonna say I saw the Iron Sheik documentary. Have you seen that? I have not. Oh my god, dude! It is tremendous. It is on Netflix. I highly recommend it. Or it was on Netflix. Um, it's it's really good. Talks about how he grew up in in Iran and was like the one of the greatest wrestlers in Iran. Was actually bodyguard to the Sheik. Which is or the Shah rather? The Shah, yeah. Not the, not the Sheikh, the Shah of Iran, and uh, yeah, bad, bad motherfucker was Kazro, whatever the fuck his last name is. <laughs> he's, he's, his Twitter is amazing. Yeah, well, you know what? You you find out this this documentary will break your heart, bro. It'll it'll it breaks kayfabe on uh, the Iron Sheik and his Twitter because you find out that it's his like nephews that were like estranged from him for like however many years that like just came back into his life. And basically I wouldn't say started exploiting him, but like I started, you know, kind of getting him more out there, you know, after it, like obviously that one shoot interview surfaced where he's getting fucked up and he's like, Hulk Hogan, I break your back. I fuck you in the ass. I make you humble. I put you in the camel clutch. Patui. No, no good son of a bitch like dude that's such a classic <laughs> such a classic fucking shoot but uh yeah that shit went viral and then they were like shit we got to get in contact with him and kind of revitalize his career in a way through that but yeah it's it's probably them writing most of the tweets just taking you know his kind of likeness and using it you know what i mean oh that's a bummer yeah, I, I think so. That's that's what I've surmised from the, the entire thing. But th- the point is, it's still it's still an amazing account, and it's like uh, you know, it's like the Vince McMahon googling things. Uh, do you follow that? I do not. Uh, uh, that's another really good kind of like parody account. I mean, obviously the Iron Sheik one isn't a parody, but they're using his likeness and fucking around with it. Uh, point being. Yeah, Vince McMahon googling shit is amazing. It's like after any big event or after any thing crazy goes on, this guy always has like, yes, this is what Vince would be googling right now. <laughs> so it's good shit, Bretta. Oh yeah. shit! Wrestling twitters, dude. Wrestling twitters and fake wrestling twitters is even even more of a thing. Do you know about like these uh, accounts that are like? They're like named after body parts of people. 
Not a clue. I say as we take that big old gulp of dead air. <laughs> yeah, post-production work for Matt. Yes, exactly, dude. You know I ain't going to let you fucking slouch on this, baby. As if you've been slouching on anything, but, you know. We'll get still. to that. We'll get still, to we that got, shit. We, we got to keep you. We got to keep you sharp. Yeah, you just have to keep me glued to computers at all times, apparently. It, well, you know, I think that's your, it's just a natural part of evolution. You're Never just attached to me. Slowly fusing to your computer, dude. I think I think it's just a matter of time before, you know, we're completely integrated with technology. And then there is no discernible difference between what is, you know, <laughs> mechanical, what is technological and what is reality. Well, I'm going to have to get a lot better doggy style than if I'm going to be putting laptops on women's backs. Damn, well, bro, your, your laptop's going to be in your brain. Dude, I don't want to. Dude, no, no. That's the laptop's going to be in your brain and it's going to optimize your body to be the best at doggy style you've ever been in your life. That's a so horrible plan. Never, you're until, never going to. Until come someone out. fucking hacks me. Yeah, sure. But, you know, uh, that's that's just. Uh, something that you're going to have to deal with. You know what I mean? That's something that we as human uh, machine hybrids will just come to accept. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, some people get faulty heart operations. You know what I mean? Sometimes this shit happens. That's just, sometimes you walk into the middle of the street and, yeah, you know. and sometimes celebrities get their fucking iClouds hacked for their fucking nudes. Yeah. That, I think we actually talked about that last time I was on the show or the first time I was on the show. Yeah. I don't but, know. If uh, we, I don't remember if we talked about the fappening. It was, it was a little over a year ago, the first time you were on the show. So yeah. Yeah, it was good. Good times, bro. It's, I can't believe it's been a year. Yep. Yep. I've enjoyed every moment of it. Glad it sparked a friendship, you know, all on the promises that I might meet some porn stars. And you know what? I've delivered. Fucking <laughs> motherfucker delivers. First of all, believe Eddie Torres. Number one, <laughs> if Eddie tells you something, like don't question it. Just be like, okay. And 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 I didn't. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, I'll go. And there was no porn stars the first show, but by the second time, you were already. You know, it was like I I made it past the initiation, and then I was accepted. Well, yeah, and you can't just it. bring anyone around fucking porn stars. Absolutely not. Yeah, that's very true. But you know, I'm I'm a longtime friend of the industry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, even but if yeah. you, you know, it's still one of those things where it's like, uh, just because Eddie says you're cool doesn't mean that you know I could just be like, hey. Oh, absolutely. I know. I had to prove my coolness. I'm I'm used to this, bro. This is just a, a part of my life, you know. You're Terry Bozio's son, and you're put into a box of always trying to prove your coolness to people because people are always like, "Is he as cool as Terry Bozio?" Or they're like, "That guy can't be cool because he's related to Terry Bozio." See, I I didn't think you figure your father into it at all. It's just like you're a heterosexual male. Are you yeah. going to be cool or not? Yeah, that's. Oh, so th those are the only kind of people that you're trying to be cool with as heterosexual males? No, no. Be cool with the porn stars. I know, I know. That's, uh, woo. That's a tough one, man, because I, I feel like I found a lot of the male porn stars aren't even cool with the porn stars. <laughs> they can't even keep it together. Well, it's like, bro, have you ever been around a woman before? Like, have you ever talked to a girl? Like, do you know how, how this works? Or like, oh, wait, no, 
you just work all the time. And so you think like, oh yeah, this like applies <laughs> like fa- fantasy and reality work and real life are, are starting to blend, but it, it doesn't work that way. It's like, wait a minute, no one's paying them to like you right now. Um, Yeah, yeah, right. Could you imagine some of these people actually aren't the most likable individuals in, in on the planet Earth? It's it's mind blowing. Well, you but, have you have that in every industry. Oh, well, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. That's 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 kind of the joke, is you know. I mean, for fuck's sake, you're in music. How many people that like people fucking idolize? Just like, oh my god, they're so cool, and then you meet them in person, like, oh, you're a cunt. Yeah, yeah. I you know I'm really really lucky. I would say 90% of the people I've met in music are like really fucking cool. And I would say like 99% of the drummers I met are fucking amazing. It's like, for some reason you have some magnetic link to other drummers to where you're just like, Oh, we're friends now. Well, cause yeah. you guys are all <laughs> sitting in the back of the bus together. Yeah, exactly. Right. We're all not hanging out with everybody else. That's what we're the anti antisocial. I don't, you know, I'm, I don't necessarily find that to be true though. I, f- I feel more and more in my life. I found the singers are always the most antisocial. They're always the ones that are like fucking stuck in their booth or fuck, you know, off doing whatever the fuck they're doing. They don't want to hang out. They usually don't want to meet people. You know, they're like worried about saving their voice. They don't want to talk because they might lose their voice or some shit. It's like, come on. I but, think part of it also could be that they're like, if you know, especially if it's a more like fronted band that, the the vocals could be fucking worn out from just having to fucking deal with people too. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's a different scenario. Yeah, when it's like we're playing for such and such artists, then yeah, you you know where shit lies. Where you're like, okay, this person is like has lawyers that they're constantly dealing with, agents, management, like all this fucking shit, you know, that uh, you don't have to think about because you're just like chilling on tour. You're like, all you had to do is learn the songs. Like I'm a it, session player. Woo! Yeah, not, nothing's off your back, dude. You know, it's it's pretty chill when it comes to that. So, yeah, if um, it's a horrible performance, they're not gonna be like Rain and Bozio was a horrible drummer. Then I'd be like, X band sucked. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, that or they'll just say that the artist sucked. Period, and that was that was that. Because yeah. most most of the time, if you're getting paid that kind of money, like you got to be really fucking up to be fucking up. You know. If you're if you made it to whatever process, like you're only going to make major mistakes just by happenstance. You know, it's it's not like you're going to go out there and fucking botch the same part every night because that happens more than one night. Usually it's like, all right, we're going to get some other guy who already learned this shit and is fucking ready to go. You know what I mean? Like it's fucking cutthroat, bro. But the the rain and both will understudy. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's ideal. You know, it's like, at least if I fuck up, let me recommend like a friend. But if you fuck up, they don't trust you after that. They're well, like, yeah, okay, why fuck would they? this guy. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's music though. You know what I mean? It's, it's live. It's uh, spontaneous. It's going to, have mistakes it's gonna have ebbs and flows for sure you know but uh yes that's obviously when you're running a big production like that they're trying to keep the ship super tight and i mean you'd be surprised like how many musicians don't know how to handle music stuff like they'll 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 be an accomplished singer or whatever but like they don't know how to explain or request anything musically from you like they don't know terminology as much outside like, can, of like vocals they're like can you get a fill here and you're like 
that would be proper. Yeah, sure. Yeah. No, I, well, you know what? Luckily, and maybe this is just talking up myself up, but um, I found if like somebody's like, yeah, do this kind of fill here or do a fill here, usually I'll give them couple things and they'll have oh instantly that was fucking amazing or like you knew exactly what i fucking wanted or if not tell me exactly what you fucking want me to play because i can't guess this shit right you know what i mean like i can't uh, i i can try my best but unless you just want me to do drummer shit which is what i'm gonna do you know what i mean like then yeah you got to give me like proper direction as as should anybody you know yeah but i I recently, oh yeah, I, well, I recently had an interesting experience like that recording um, to an album that was already tracked, right? And it was tracked live with no click to a drummer that was kind of, you know, pushing and pulling and this and that. And so it was just me listening to the tracks and I was, again, let's just talk about how fucking amazing I am. <laughs> I listened to the songs like three times when I got we, we, I recorded this all at Dawson's, you know, Dawson, uh, Mike Dawson from Dos Angeles Studios, part of the Adam Carolla show, you know, one of the producers and audio engineers and um, great friend. He's he's been on and now we drink once, I think, maybe when he perhaps. was out at the strip club. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was there. We might not have caught his audio. Some, something might have happened. There, there might have been some sort of thing going on, but I'm pretty sure. He, there's there should be some audio with mike dawson as a part of the and now we drink podcast but anyway uh yeah had to record this stuff and just went over to dawson's like we we knocked it out in four or five days some days i would do two songs others just one and uh it was it really turned out pretty incredible i'm really proud of myself like the ability i had to listen and kind of be able to pull uh you know push and pull along with the natural feel of the music, uh, it, it turned out really great. It's uh, with this artist called Jonathan McEwen, who is another like legacy performer. His dad was part of the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, which is some like, I'm pretty sure they're related to the dead. You know, it's it's like some kind of shit like that. But Some, some jam band. Yeah, but they're country. I think they're like more country, like Nashville stuff. Um, because yeah, his first gig... When he was 15, he's like probably in his 40s. Jonathan is um, his first gig was when he was 15 at the Grand Ole Opry. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, where, so, where the fuck do you go from there? Yeah, dude. It's nuts, bro. It's his life is fucking crazy, too. And the music is so interesting because it's like one song could be fucking Blake Shelton. Uh, one song could be like Waylon Jennings, like that fucking real old school country shit other shit sounds like prince or like fucking funk weird kind of psychedelic rock or or you know blues rock and stuff like that and really uh really diverse and kind of strange but it makes sense because he kind of grew up in this kind of like 70s era of like people were fucking partying and he was around all this kind of country shit but he was also into the psychedelic stuff and the you know weird prog rock and yeah it's it's very interesting cool uh album to have played on I'm, I'm i'm excited for that shit to come out whenever that will be hopefully sooner than later but uh yeah that that was just completely random nice and yeah and came off dawson being like yeah man we have this fucking drummer on the album and he's not even like the real drummer dude he's like a pool boy that jonathan just fucking <laughs> had fucking do this shit that's a drummer that's a friend of his you know 
And um, he wanted like 500 bucks for, for the, you know, for his session or whatever. And it was like, nah, dude, your shit's not even good. We're just going to find somebody else to do it. So he's Dawson's kind of expressing this to me like, yeah, it's too bad. We can't record somebody else's drum parts over this uh, because yeah, we're probably going to have to like re-record the whole new album. And I was like, bro, you think I can't fucking record to some other live band that's already been fucking playing? I'll just pretend like I'm playing to a backing track and hope for the best. Concentrate as hard as I can. Well, they're, and, uh, they're still going to have to remove it because it's already it's already fucking been mixed down. Yeah, uh, no, it has not. Not everything has been. It's it's just they recorded all the other shit they want to keep all the live takes of of everything else. But the drums, luckily, can just be wiped. And and it's all good, so yeah. We're the, like he's gonna obviously re-record vocals, might record a solo or two over it, but they wanted to get as much of the live band in the studio. This is the feel, and it sounds and feels like that, which is awesome, man. I'm I'm really happy and proud of it. Nice, I, yeah. I just know recording it live, like the bleed between the mics. Uh... Yeah, luckily it's not. It's not. A, I think the drums were recorded in a separate room. You know what I mean. Uh, but all the other shit was together: the bass, the guitar, and his his vocals. Oh, that's good. Because otherwise, yeah. like, if it was like a live live like mixed sounds, like well, we're just recording this then. No, yeah, not like a live performance. Well, even but just I mean, like a, even if it was live in the room and like, <clears throat> yeah, you might run into problems with tre- you know instrument bleeds and vocals bleeding onto other mics and absolutely yeah if if the drums are in there you're totally fucked you gotta you gotta hope for the best i mean dude you can hear uh if you listen to any of those like isolated tracks of led zeppelin or whoever you can hear the drums in the in their fucking cans like in between you know in between them singing and stuff it's really quite cool i like that aspect of things it's a little strange but that was when fuck everything was on tape yeah you know what i mean fucking tap tapes and yeah dude they were stringing shit around fucking stringing shit all around the room bro oh just to just to get it going when you had to edit shit between multiple tapes and uh dude cutting tape yep could you imagine literally cutting tape and being like yeah here here you go here's this edit no they had to know that shit fucking live as fuck and it shows man because a lot of those guys who are still performing to this day are still just clean you know what i mean that's it's like that's it's so ingrained in the natural time and natural feel which is something that's hard for a lot of people i'm uh i'm lucky i i like to play to both you know i like certain gigs i really prefer a click most of the time just because that's my little uh safety net Right, you know what I mean. I'm I can kind of just sit in. I can get as high as I fucking want to and so, go crazy on the drums and just slam shit as long as I have that click going. I'm like, all right, yeah. So for the layman audience that may not be recording musicians, why don't you tell them what a click track is? Yeah, a metronome, a BP, a, you know, beats per minute. You'll have set to whatever song is going on, and that will keep a pulse of time, right? Like a composer would. Uh, right at, at a symphony, a conductor rather, yeah. a conductor, not a composer. Um, and uh, yeah, it's. I would say most of the bands you listen to, if you're watching this right now, record to a click or have some sort of clicky shit involved. And all fucking DJs, all their shit is based off their BPM. It fucking 
people get so weird into genres and like, oh, I only like deep house that's like 110 BPM or like whatever the fuck. It's like, how how is that even a thing? Like it needs to be this certain tempo, but I guess for dancing, you know, people like to dance at a certain pace. Where I'm like, whatever. They like man. to have, you know, clothed sex on the dance floor to a certain pace. Yes, dude. The grind, bro. Yep. No, nothing better than the grind. It's, it's you know, what when, when, when did they create this? The mid 90s? Yeah, it was the mid 90s thing, like just basically grabbing, you know, your partner by the hips and just basically thro- thrusting your pelvis into their ass. Yeah, well, they you know they had a lot of similar stuff to that in like swing dancing. They had some pervy shit where they were like humping each other and stuff in a little way, but yeah. But then they also had big like flowy motions in there too. Yeah, yeah, it was more more theatrical. Yeah, this is just simulated dry humping or not simulated at all. (laughs) Yeah, this is just dry humping on a dance floor versus like a little tip. You know, put the tip in on and then a big swing. Yeah, look at me throwing you around. Yeah, well, dude, that's the crazy thing. Those guys had some fucking power, dude. They were tossing those chicks all up into the sky. They were like gymnasts. I know. Pretty amazing. Now all these guys are just like, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all you have to do. Yep, that's me on the dance floor right there. If you can get me on a dance floor, I have to be very inebriated. Yeah. Same. Like I, I've learned to love dancing in certain aspects or at certain points of my life, but it's very difficult. It's, it's awkward. You know what I mean? I'm not very, I'm, I'm coordinated, but I don't feel smooth. I feel very like, I feel very rigid. And then that causes me to be overly smooth. And then I'm like noodly. I'm just like, Whoa, you know what I mean? All so of a sudden she's leading. Yeah. Uh, I mean, dude, when it comes to that stuff, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I do the Rick Astley. Basically, that's all I have. You know, a little, little fucking shake, little snap here and there. Hey, I'll, I'll put, I'll put the hands up. Whoa, you know what I mean? Do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Oh, I just thought uh, you were Rick rolling women in real life. Yeah, well, that is, that's why I do this dance. It, it is so I'm always Rick rolling people. They don't even fucking know I'm doing the Rick Astley dance. Well, some, some of them do, but. uh I don't think I'm as good or even as coordinated as Rick Astley. He had he had some fucking moves, bro. Those fucking those foot shuffles. You see those little fucking feet hopping around, dude. He's he's got it, man. He's never gonna People give you up. He's never gonna, dude. He's the man. One of my favorite musicians of all time, actually. What's he up to these days? Uh, killing the fucking game, dude. He put out a album a couple years ago. Uh, that did really good, like more modern shit. And he tours all the time. He, I really wanted to see him. He played the Ace Hotel like two years, two or three years ago. Oh damn! Oh, the theater at these? Yeah, yeah. I re- I, I would have fucking killed to see that. And I was trying to fucking leech as much as I could. So, <laughs> um, a little bit thing about me is I try to not pay for any concerts if at all possible because I've grown up like not really paying for concerts. And like, there's certain where it's like, okay, yeah, obviously I'm going to go support my friends or like support this band, that band, you know, I've, I've purchased plenty of concert tickets, but if at all possible, if I get a chance to fucking, you know, get a little backstage action and that whole fucking jam, if I can grease, grease some DW or Sabian pockets and they fucking give me some numbers, we're all good. And most of the time they're like, fuck, I'm down to meet. Terry Bozio's kid like that sounds fucking tight or sometimes they've even heard of me 
Oh, imagine that. You know what I mean? That's, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's mind blowing, actually. Um, so, well, it, it uh, sucks that that show wasn't a couple of years ago because I, you know, I was the head of security at the Ace Theater at one point, right? Oh, <laughs> dude, that sucks. I would, yeah, that would have been amazing. I had no idea. Oh yeah, I was I was the head of security there. I got a couple of people in for uh, when Manson played there. Just walked them in. Damn. The only time I went there uh, to see a show was CeeLo Green. I saw CeeLo Green recording some shit. It was like some AOL live session. He had to do one song like four times because he kept blowing it or like something was going on. So it was really fucking weird. Um, but it was a pretty tremendous concert. He was it was actually really good. In other words, Rick Astley, bro. Ace Hotel. That's That's one of two concerts three maybe three three bands that i like really fucking want to see that are like on my bucket list that i have not seen what are the other two uh limp biscuit mm-hmm. and uh japanese band by the name of abingdon boys school they're like there's a bunch of japanese bands that i would like to see i saw um <clears throat> so weird thing about abingdon boys school is it's like if Justin Timberlake or like maybe some solo solo singing star, some male solo singing star, say Rick Astley started a rock band, which he actually did start a rock band. He plays drums in, which is fucking awesome. He plays like ACDC and sings. It's fucking sick, bro. Rick is a drummer, man. It's, <laughs> I, I, I was so stoked to find that shit out. Um, and, you know, he writes a lot of his own music, too, which is also awesome. Uh, but anyway, we'll we'll get into that. I feel like I talked about that on the last podcast. or Maybe I just mentioned that on somebody's podcast. But Rick, Rick Astley's a fucking man. Raynan doesn't even know where he is anymore. Dude, no idea. Well, yeah, because yeah, you just get into these patterns of like, oh, let's talk about this. Let's talk about it. I was like, wait, did we fucking talk about that last time? Like, we might have. We have definitely but... never talked about Rick Astley. Listen, oh, great. Unless, so... that, unless that happened on one of the various episodes where I basically wasn't on my own show. That that could be, but I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about the 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 inaugural appearance, us having talk about Rick Astley. That's we good. definitely okay. did not. So the only car, uh, the the only CD in my car right now is Rick Astley. Uh, it's a great CD that my friend gave to me. Uh, it's "Hold You in uh, Hold Me in Your Arms." I think that's the name, or she wants to dance. I got to know. I got to know. Haven't been in your car. Is it because you can't get it out of the CD player? No, dude. My my audio system, everything is good. Just the fact that my car is crumpled doesn't mean that everything else is fucked up. You know, it's just it's cosmetically uh, challenged. Let's say. <laughs> um, anyway, point is, Rick Astley. Where, where, where are we going? See, only seat in my car. It's fucking amazing. He writes his own shit. Drummers, Ace Hotel. Concerts I haven't seen. Oh, okay. So um, I love that you just bullet pointed. You're like, what if we? Okay, okay. Uh. I, I had to. That's dude. That's <laughs> it. We don't have. We don't have a young Jamie yet. Soon, soon enough. We uh, and now we drink will explode, and then we'll have young Jamie writing down everything we talk about, just in case we forget about it. But I mean, I could have rattled it off, but it was just funnier to watch you bullet point it. Yeah, uh, dude. That's welcome to my life and almost every conversation I have. It's like, wait, what? Oh, we we were talking about this and like, I just, I love going off on tangents. I'm a, I'm a tree branch conversationalist. I mean, that's kind of how the show goes. So that's fine. (laughs) Great. I love it. So back to fucking the shit that I was trying to remember. (laughs) Um, Abingdon boys school. uh, So yeah, solo singing star started like a rock band. This guy, TM revolution. Who's like a bit, he's done like openings for, um, was it samurai? 
uh, Ruoni Kenshin. I don't know if you ever saw that anime from back in the day. It was, it was pretty I, popular. I've heard of it. I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah, I did not bring in, enough whiskey to the show. Uh, luckily, I brought enough Powerade Ultra. Fucking little ad for this shit. This is the fucking jam, bro. BCAAs. It's got the fucking electrolytes, little creatine. No fucking sugar and no caffeine, so it won't be juiced to the tits all night. Things I will be editing out in post. <laughs> Come on, bro. Your Powerade ad, who pays me nothing. I know, but hopefully, pow- hopefully Powerade will send me a friend after this appearance on a Naomi drink. Powerade sends me a case of uh, Powerade Ultra. That is 1,000% right. not going to happen. Well, you know, a man can dream. You're more likely to get it for your Twitch stream than you are for this. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. But one that's um, that's that's the next goal is use that Twitch stream look, to get some fucking free shit, bro. So this band you were saying yes, back, back to see there's there's the tangents. Um, so yeah, he did like all sorts of uh, kind of like almost house music in a way, but like with like pop vocals and a little bit of a rock edge. And then in like the mid two thousands, he linked up with like this new live band, like these performers um, and they kind of reworked or maybe, maybe it was with the producer, but all these songs that he used to kind of play that were like just this guy on a keyboard and him now is like a full band, uh, you know, orchestration of it with heavy guitars and just fucking sick shit, man. Really, really good drumming. That's one of my favorite drummers of all time, Koji Hasegawa. Um, so that his whole kind of live band, he plays with as another band called Abingdon Boys School. And yeah, the material itself is just heavier in general. They wrote all sorts of original material for that. And um, so I got to see TM Revolution at Otacon in Maryland biggest anime convention i think in america it was fucking awesome uh one of the oldest running longest running ones and um got to see all the musicians perform but i didn't get to see them perform the abingdon boys school material so that is that's a dream come true if 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 i can knock those three out then like i will i will have seen pretty much every musician i've wanted to see i like i'll, I'll be cool I, all the rest of the japanese stuff Unless I go spend some time there, like I've kind of come to terms with not being able to see a lot of them. But uh, yeah, like I've I've seen most American and European bands that I've wanted to. But, but, uh, excuse me, been very blessed and uh, very grateful to have done so as well. Fuck yeah, yeah man. Fuck well, yeah. Are, what are some of your bucket list bands? Ah, uh, let's see. Believe it or not, I never fucking saw Pantera live, but that can't happen. So I saw Pantera live, but was not a fan of Pantera. I saw them when I was like eight or nine years old when they were playing at one of the Ozfests, and like it was like good, but it was just you know what we we were kind of preoccupied with other stuff. My whole family went to Ozfest, like me, my cousin, his friends, my mom and dad. <laughs> all in like fucking 98 you know what i mean when shit was still fucking muddy oh yeah it was still real muddy before they moved into amphitheaters it's all just fucking race tracks oh dude <laughs> shit like that you know what i mean back in the midwest even when they moved to amphitheaters uh you know living in chicago there was you could go up to wisconsin to alpine valley or you could go down to fucking 
what was then called the New World Music Theater in like the South Chicago Burbs. Yeah. And the New World was an amphitheater, but its lawn area sucked. Yeah. And it was just a, it was much more worth it to take like the two hour ride up to middle of nowhere, Wisconsin. Yeah. But the second stage for Ozfest was on fucking like gravel. <laughs> and <laughs> that's so brutal. I remember being in a fucking pit for Slipknot at like Ozfest 0405. Like, yeah. We all had to wear bandanas as like face masks for because of the fucking cloud storm, like the cloud of dust in the fucking pit. Fuck, that's brutal, dude. We would always have to deal with uh, rain a lot of the times. For some reason, like I remember three or four Ozfests getting like rained out, and it was like, fuck, dude. The because yeah, there, the only way to get from one area to the other was walking through mud or whatever the fuck and then yeah that one that slipknot was on i remember it started raining like kind of right as they played and then like two songs in like the sun came out and everybody was like yeah but that's the fucking problem dude that post rain sun always the worst dude it is hyper concentrated it's like they put a magnifying glass over the sun after it rains you know what i mean oh yeah fuck is going on here so yeah everybody's fucking dying that was that was good times though that was uh that was the first time i saw i yeah it was the first time i saw lamb of god nice yeah discovered them that night we were like oh what's this band like they're popular but like it's not like where we were standing we're like they're not gonna mosh all the way out here and it was like oh no when lamb of god started playing (laughs) like the entire fucking place erupted it was like shit yeah as as the palaces burn days, you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. On one hand, I hate festivals. I yeah. fucking hate festivals. Because nine times out of ten, the band you're there to actually see is going on at like one p.m. and playing like fifteen minutes. Dude, right? Like Warp Tour when they do that whole thing where they, everybody gets shuffled around, so you're fucking like. When, when do I have to drive out there to see my friends play at two o'clock in the afternoon? Yeah. Oh yeah. Mayhem was like that too. We're like, especially doing it out here in San Bernardino. It's like four fucking stages all over the fucking. It's like, yeah. Uh, okay. So this band I want to see is on at like this time. Um, yeah, I was just, there's like four bands in the morning and then there's like four bands at night. And then in the middle, there's like a couple bands that overlap each other. So you're going to miss something. You know what I mean? And then like, there's just downtime where you're like, I'm waiting for this, pe- these people who suck to finish. You know what I mean? Like, right. Or I'm going to wait in a massive line to get another beer. Dude. Oh, well, that's, I've, I've been pretty lucky. I didn't, most of my festival going days, I wasn't drinking. And then by the time I was, it was like, all right, well, I'm not, I straight up probably will not go to a festival unless I know at least a couple people that are playing. So I can go hang out and drink their beer. Well, I mean, that's where I'm at these days too, but yeah. Uh, yes, upgrade. Cheers <laughs> to that, brother. Help. God, it had to be Mayhem 2012, 2013. Um, fucking literally a pallet of PBR in the fucking VIP area. <laughs> I got a picture of a, and a bunch of pictures of Andy Sandimas taking fucking essentially lowrider picture poses with the palette of PBR. Of course, dude. Yeah, I mean, there's there's all sorts of crazy things at those backstage areas where you're just like, how is this or why is this? That was a ridiculous like mayhem fest. My, one of my buddies, 
who uh, was, I forgot who he was tour manager for. You know, I'll get you on their list, but the band's not willing to put you on their list. They want to put, you know, a porn girl on their list and you're their plus one. Yeah, there you go. Like, okay. Cindy, was, the, you want to go? Oh, she actually wanted to go. Well, that works. Yeah, I mean, this is. I'm, I'm saying I would think that you would just be like, yeah, well, we put the porn girl on the list. She didn't show up. So, yeah, but I'm the problem here. is I was her plus one. Like I couldn't record. It was under yeah. her fucking name. I couldn't even if she didn't yeah, go with, with festivals. It, it's all complicated. They get super anal about that stuff. Yeah, it was just one of those things. We're like, really? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> well, at least uh, Andy's a good time. She's she's fun. Oh, yeah. No, no we had. That mayhem was a fucking blast. I drank more PBR than water the whole fucking day. I I don't envy you whatsoever. Oh, yeah. But the taco truck that was in the VIP was amazing. Yeah, I love that kind of shit where you get you get the catering. They get the barbecue or some shit, you yeah, know. It was like, okay, a pallet, pallet of PBR and all the tacos, tacos I could eat. You're like, what do I care about at Mayhem? Beer and tacos. <laughs> I'm just getting trashed and eating tacos with my friends backstage. Like, there okay, were some legitimately dude. very famous people that were around there. I'm just like, tacos. They're like, fuck's this dude just shoving tacos in his head? Yeah, I would say a lot of the times that's my case or has been my case at Warp Tour, where it's like I have maybe t- like two or three friends that are uh, two or three bands that are friends. And so, yeah, we're just getting fucked up the whole time. Like, I see maybe one or two bands, and then I'm like, okay, I'm good. I've seen everything I needed to see. Like, let's just fucking party. And then, um, yeah, it, it, that's it's. Uh, it feels weird. I I didn't go. Well, I guess they only had it in one place this year, right? Well, but, it was, I thought it was like not Fest meets Ozfest or some shit last year. Yeah, they have all sorts of shit like that. But I I just I don't know. I I last festival I went to was probably a warp tour i don't know I, I wish i could remember either that or uh was that other one i went to that self no it wasn't that self-help fest but uh that that was that was interesting that was more like a work assignment the um, the last fest i went to has to be like the last riot fest they held in humble park okay and is that where they play all the fucking punk rock shit yeah like it's yeah. a bunch of punk rock bands and throwback like Slayer played that year. Yeah. I lost a pair of Chucks to the Slayer set. Cause that was the year like it just poured rain and the whole fucking park became mud. When's the last time you moshed? Uh Machine Head in March. Damn, <laughs> bro. So when what's your average moshing over the last like five five to eight years? Uh not much. I it, it's just without without fail like Davidian comes on and I'm like I'm getting in the pit <laughs> like yeah. I think I'm fucking I think it's 1994 again all of a sudden oh dude I know you were hyped up for that one you were you were fucking you were all all stoked on that oh and yeah you're wearing a machine head shirt so yeah makes yeah sense. fucking burn my eyes 20th anniversary or 25th yes. anniversary shit yes I remember you talking about just buying the tickets you were like yeah. well especially with that one because that show was originally supposed to come through in December to the Palladium. Yeah. And I didn't find out it was canceled till week of. Mm. 
Hell, I still haven't gotten because of the pandemic. I still haven't been able to get a refund from the Palladium because I bought a. I went down to the Palladium box, box office, and bought a hard ticket for it because I'm like, yeah, it's the anniversary tour. I need a hard ticket for this shit. So when they cancel <laughs> it, so when they cancel that shit, I have to go to the box office to turn the hard ticket in to get a refund. Yeah, but but the box office is, hasn't been opened. Yeah, so like they'll probably like when it eventually reopens, they'll probably be like, ah, sorry, man, it's been too. It's been a year. Damn, bro. Good fucking luck, brother. I mean, I'll be out 30 bucks, whatever. Yeah, that's that's nothing. So, yeah, I drove down to fucking um, Orange County with my boy Mike, you know, and partied it out there. Partied, partied out and like 100% Mike could have pulled some strings and got us hooked up. But he's like, no, I want to, I just want to be a fan for this one. <laughs> well, yeah, there you go. Mike's a VP at Sumerian. Okay. So 100% he could have. Yeah, so why not? I would just do that and then just not talk to anybody. Like, who cares? <laughs> he, he, you know, I'm not going to push the guy, but he's like, I just want to be a fan for this one. I don't want to even pretend to have to do anything for fucking work. Okay. Hey, suit yourself, bro. Yeah, who's the- I, I'd always rather fucking be able to go backstage and get a fucking water and use a nice restroom and shit like that. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's next level. It's a game changer. Being was- able to put your sunscreen on your friend's bus so you don't have to carry sunscreen around like an idiot. It was nice. To do, well, I mean, this is an indoor show, so we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, well, I'm just relaying information. I hear you. I hear you. But it, I mean, it was nice. To, like, that's probably the first show in years where I like I didn't have any sort of hookup. Yeah, I went went to something recently. You know what? I have no problem with is and what I will probably spend most of my <coughs> money on is wrestling tickets. I'm amazed you haven't found yourself a hookup for that yet. Uh, you know, I got I'm working on some friendships. You know, I I, I had a hookup for a little while, and then I think the guy got canceled. I don't know what happened. I don't I don't really want to get into details, but um, and then you know I had my almost fling with a wrestler girl who's now married uh so that's 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 not happening Wait, maybe who's, what's that who was that did i told you about this i don't think so yeah on the last one we talked about it for sure yeah we did we did because i was like i don't want to get into it i don't want to name names and then what sucks is well, um, no, you talked about the girl that like invited you out on a date and then you know got double teamed in front of you no, that's that's totally different. Yeah, that I, know, didn't, I, I know that, that girl, girl didn't have connections. Yeah, that girl didn't have connections. And that, girl <laughs> had girl, a, that girl had a WWE contract at one point. At one point, that doesn't mean a lot when it's, you know, a lot of people had them at one point. And all that matters is if you had one at one point and what are you doing now? Like, sure, maybe you're not signed to WWE anymore, but at the time they were living with their parents working at UPS. So it was... It was. It was. They didn't have all the hookups necessarily, uh, and I think they stopped. Oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah we don't need to talk back. about her. Yeah. Yeah. Point is, uh, yeah, the one, the one that I was really trying to bag was uh, was Champ, bro. She was fucking. She was Champ all over is. the place. Exactly. I don't. I like. I said. I don't want to. I don't want to. Ma- I mean, she's married now, so I guess it doesn't make as much of a difference. Yeah. But still, I. I don't want to ruin my chances if for some reason they get divorced. And then she's like. I wonder what happened to that fucking drummer guy. It's like, oh, he talked about me on a kiss and told on a podcast. What the fuck? 
My audience wants to know, Raynan. Come on. They'll they'll know eventually. If if it if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. But I think I'll it's say this. right now. Right I'll now. say this. I'll give you guys clues. Okay. Uh, I'll give two clues. Was a champion was a champion and was on national television. Okay. <laughs> and not not um she's done stints in wwe like one-off appearances and stuff like that but never signed to wwe never signed a wwe or nxt contract so i'll let you i'll let you guys do with that i some fucking Brandon, wrestling nerds are gonna Brandon, figure this shit out Brandon, real quick did you fuck cm punk's wife no that'd be tight though she was assigned to wwe bro what are you talking about i don't fucking know she was hella signed. And also, dude, this was like two years ago, two, three years ago. Like, they're living in Minnesota and CM Punk is training to get his ass beat on the time that I was talking to this girl. You know what I mean? Hey, you never know. She might have got bored while you know, Punk was at the gym. I I was a big fan of AJ Lee for a long time. Um, yeah, You know what I'm the biggest fan of is her music. Her fucking soundtrack or her uh, entrance music is really good. It's like super bubblegum pop but it fucking rips it's like reminds me of like kind of street fighter music in a way but it's like yeah this kind of upbeat almost j-pop shit with like good vocalist i like it's i could sing probably a fair amount of it i don't know but it's i wouldn't do it justice guys look it up light it up i think is the name of the song it's aj lee's soundtrack i believe it's by it, it might be by Jim Johnson, might be by CFOS, the the new guys that, that took over for Jim when he passed the scepter. Yeah, that's crazy that like one guy wrote most of the WWE entrance music. Dude, there's basically three people who have written most of wrestling music, period. It's Jim Johnston, Jimmy Hart, and the CFOS guys. They wrote fucking way too much shit. Like Jimmy Hart wrote a lot of stuff before Jim Johnson came in. And then when he moved over to WCW, he wrote all the WCW stuff. And uh, there's even songs like yeah, Owen Hart's theme, the the cool keyboard one. You know what I'm talking about? That was Jimmy Hart, bro. That's just uh, fucking Bret Hart's original theme, Jimmy Hart. But jim johnson where what he took it to the next level with the fucking guitar (laughs) made it so much fucking tighter bro that fucking screaming squealing guitar at the end of that shit (laughs) or at the beginning at the beginning that gets you hyped up as fuck bro you listen to that and you're ready to fucking smash all sorts of beer and fucking tacos oh man and then there's a handful of other ones that are done by other people like fucking uh, real American was done like by an actual composer, like Rick, Rick Derringer. He's an actual musician. Yeah, yeah. He did rock and roll hoochie coo and all sorts of shit. Rick Derringer is a badass guitar player for sure. He actually still performs real American like live. That's good. That's a good fucking song. Uh, not only is it a good song, I actually have several times made the public claim that it should replace our national anthem. It's such a fucking better song in every way possible, dude. The lyrics are so that it's, it's about fight for the right of every man or, you know, maybe we change it to every person or identifying individual. I don't know what people need to be referred to as nowadays, but, um, you know, 
point is it's it's you know if you hurt my friends you hurt my pride i gotta be a man i can't let it slide dude i am am, a real american it's so good dude and it opens up with like the bow you know and then fucking when it kicks in you're just like yes fuck yes america fuck that stupid ass national anthem where people are like and doing all this stuff it's like no we play a recording of rick derringer's fucking real american every time that's no it. no no i want to watch roseanne Barr try to butcher real american that would be great actually i am a real american thank you everybody oh that'd be amazing come on <laughs> I mean, I buy that for a dollar for sure. Fucking Beyonce doing real American. See, no, that's what I'm saying. We get rid of all this bullshit, bro. No, it's the a, last, a time on a tradition. The the last good and like probably one of the first good in a long time fucking national anthem I heard was like three years ago uh, when they did uh, Philly had their first opening game. And they had boys to men sing it. I was like, fuck yes. They absolutely slayed. They took a little bit of artistic liberty, but not too much. They didn't do all that like oh, shit until the very fucking end. They just did like a kind of barber court barbershop quartet kind of fucking run. And it was like, oh, thank you. Thank you for fucking somebody who's actually a three guys who were great singers. And uh, they, you know, they respected it. They they gave it some love. Not that it deserves respect or anything, but it's just fucking annoying. Wait, 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 did you people. literally just say on air you don't think the national anthem deserves respect? Did you just say that? Yeah, because I like I don't care that much about it. Like I said, I'm a real American guy. I say get rid of fucking oh say can you see bullshit and let's fucking have real American dude. There's there's a couple controversial yet true opinions that I have, like. Uh, Fuck, <laughs> fuck the Queen and David Bowie song. What, what's it called? Under pressure. pressure. Under pressure. Fuck that song, bro. It's all about Ice Ice Baby. No, no, it's all about the metal version of Ice Ice Baby. It's so, that that's pretty good. Too cold, too cold. <laughs> ice Ice Baby. Yeah, dude, that was I. I had the video of that downloaded on my QuickTime player. <laughs> Fucking Yeah, dude, good times, bro, and that. That led us to actually one of my great drumming friends, Seven Antonopoulos, played in like the remaking Vanilla Ice when they had like his like, you know, they did that like makeover thing for like a couple musicians. They did one for Vince Neil. They did one for like, you know, do you you remember that show? Oh, I think so. Vaguely. Yeah, they dude, like that's when Vince Neil first got his like first run of plastic surgery, lipo, all that jazz. And then he's, he's been off the fucking wagons. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm just speculating, but point is, uh, fucking Vanilla Ice. That song is so much better than Under Pressure. Under Pressure has all this like do not need up, you know, no fucking bullshit, and that get that the fuck out of here. Give me the fat rhymes. Give me you know, check out beat while my DJ revolves it. You know, whatever the fuck he says. That is that's. That's so much better, dude. Just get rid of fucking Under Pressure. I don't want to hear that shit. Every time I hear it, I'm like. Oh, fuck yeah, Vanilla Ice. And then it's like, uh, no, I have to hear this long ass, drawn out fucking song by two amazing musicians. 
of, you know, several amazing musicians, right? Because it's Queen featuring right. David Bowie. And I'm a fan of all of their music individually. Except, except Under Pressure. Worst collaboration of all time. Worse than Tim McGraw and Nelly, bro. Is it worse than um, David Bowie and fucking Mick Jagger dancing in the streets? Dude, that shit's tight, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry, I had to fix that. Click, clicked a little something. Um, yeah, dude, that that shit's. Even though the video is awful, the song is <laughs> the song is pretty fucking. The video dope. is so bad. Yeah, it's but it brings you more. To me, it brings me more pleasure than fucking <laughs> under pressure does. You know what I mean? You know what they need to bring back in the way of collaborations? What they need to bring back the rap rock. Fucking collaborations like Judgment Night soundtrack. Yes, dude. I'm so down with that. If any, like, I would love to do something with Anderson Pack, even though a lot of his shit isn't super hard. He's he's a little more chill. Uh, I would love to do like a crossover with him or like, but who's some other type? Maybe YG. I heard that guy's pretty tight. But that's the thing. Like, even those those collaborations back in the day, like some of those bands were not particularly like heavy that they got paired up with, like. I want to look up the Judgment Night soundtrack, like the pairings, real quick. Okay. I mean, what was the last time you saw like a fucking like flagship movie soundtrack too? I dude, now this I know we talked about because we talked about the Private Parts soundtrack, and that's and that and to our point, LL Cool J with fucking what Red Hot Chili Peppers. You know what I mean? Like that fucking song goes off. And you know it's it's a rap rock rock combo. We we definitely need to see more. I mean, I, they do like a little crossover shit. Machine Gun Kelly's like trying to do things with like he, rock stars or whatever. But he is. But like this was just like both this and the fucking Spawn soundtrack were like great compilations of just weird bands put together. So you yeah. look at the Judgment Night soundtrack. You got House of Pain and Helmet together. Nice. De La Soul and Teenage Fan Club. Oh, I don't know them. Well, you I know Dale Yeah. Run DMC and Living Color. Damn, bro. Biohazard and Onyx. Wow. That's interesting. Ice T and Slayer. Yeah, that I mean, but Ice T doing body count these days. That's like, basically yeah, body count. <laughs> it's basically with Slayer with like, you know, it's body count. Yeah. Yeah. Faith No More and Booyah Tribe. Okay, I feel like I've heard this or heard of this. Uh, go on. Cypress Hill and Sonic Youth. Never heard that song. I love you, Mary Jane. So, <laughs> hmm. Oh, I agree. <clears throat> Sir Mix-A-Lot and Mud Honey. <laughs> the fuck? That's, that's, that's a really good one. I know he was collaborating with uh, Cootie and the Blowfish for a little while. Yep, yep. Dinosaur Jr. and Del the Funky Homo Sapien. That's pretty interesting. Therapy and Fatal. I don't know either one of those bands, really. Okay, Judgment Night. This is like a movie? Yep, with Emilio Estevez. The soundtrack is much better than the movie. Yeah, dude, that's a fucking... Oh, and the last track, Pearl Jam and Cypress Hill. Nice. That's That's really fucking tight. That's a good... Yeah, we need more shit like that. I want to do a crossover with fucking Kendrick Lamar. Let's do some fucking rock shit, Kendrick. Or, you know what? Even though I might not be the biggest fan of him, I do respect the hell out of him. Post Malone. I'll fucking, obviously, I'd love to but work with him because he's like the biggest he rapper of all career. time. He made his career. 
Yeah, right? <laughs> Who's this old fuck Ozzy, and why did Post Malone just fucking change his life? I love those tweets, dude. That was so good. So classic. Um, yeah. Uh, well, who's the other one? Uh, I probably have not ever heard him rap, but I've heard his name a lot. g If any of you guys are listening for some reason, or if any people that are listening that are related to them, and they're like, yo, you guys should do a, a rock crossover. Hit up your boy. I got bands we can do it with. I got, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out, bro. I'll put together an all-star lineup of fucking musicians from other bands, and it'll be a fucking superstar fucking shit, except I'll be the least famous person there. But, you know, that's I think that's kind of a good thing, you know? That means, like, that's, you're, you're going to be elevated by everybody else, you know? That's a testament to you. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And then... Did you uh, ever hear the Spawn soundtrack? Yes, I had the Spawn soundtrack, and I had the Matrix soundtrack. That was another one that had a lot of shit like that. But it wasn't like collaborative, like original music for it, was it? It. I feel like it was. Maybe I'm, I'm wrong. I'm gonna look it up. But when you look at the Spawn soundtrack, you're like you have the Crystal Method and Filter, you yeah. have Maris Manson and the Sneaker Pimps. Even though Manson is like taking full creative control of that song at this point. <laughs> well, like. Long road, it's long road out of hell. Yeah, like there's not much sneaker pimps influence on that. <laughs> I haven't heard it, so I can't tell you. You've never heard a, the long hard I mean, road. I, I probably have, but I haven't listened. To, I don't know, man. I don't know. I I know like five Manson songs for real. You know, it, it sounds exactly like a Manson song. It's supposed to be a color, yeah. and it, according to Wikipedia, the writing credits are just Twiggy and Manson. So the sneaker pimps go. are just like. Yeah, yeah, put our name on it. Yeah, we'll just play what you guys wrote. <laughs> I don't think they even play it because, like, the song is on Manson's great, like, one of a few of Manson's greatest hit albums with no credit to the Sneaker Pimps whatsoever. Okay, that's, yeah, well, there you go. Then why did, yeah, why did they put their name on it even? I probably contractually they were required to for, because this is, you know, the big, the big theme of the album is like putting like these electronic bands with metal acts. Dude, what? Why did we get out of this? You know what? That's the problem. Is we got spoiled. New new metal was too good for us, bro. Dude, Orbital and Kurt Hammett. Nice. Corn and the Dust Brothers. Yeah, I remember that song. Butthole Surfers and Moby. Yeah, I I feel like I remember hearing about that. Yeah. Um, the Metallica DJ Spooky crossover. Meh, that was just like a remix of For Whom the Bell Tolls. Okay. Stabbing Westward and John Wink. Okay, John Wink. It's probably DJ. Okay. I mean, I'm a... Uh, oh, yeah, I know John Wick, bro. Yeah, John Wink is a EDM DJ. Yeah. Uh, a Baba band. Yaga. DJ yeah. Baba Yaga. The Prodigy and Tom Morello. Okay. Like, come on. Yeah. That's some That's some epic, like, 90s, early, late 90s, early 2000s shit right there. <sighs> See, this is the problem with fucking America today, bro. No, no crossover. Nobody likes rock anymore, dude. That's dude, the problem. Henry Rollins and Goldie. I don't know who Goldie is. Another, but it's another EDM band. Like, yeah. Um, and then Slayer and Atari Teenage Riot, Soul That's Coughing and uh, Ronnie Size. Like, it's uh, on the UK, on the limited edition. Morphine and Apollo Four Forty. Like, uh, I don't know either of those bands. Uh, Morphine's kind of a you know, gothy, but it's like, you got like 
goth. It, there needs to be more wild crossover albums like that. Like the fact that, like, oh hey, we're gonna make a bad action movie because both those movies are bad. Yes, dude. <laughs> okay, I have a fucking story about Spawn for you right now. I remember seeing it when I was when it came out in theaters. Whatever that was, ninety eight. Something like that. Brought one of my friends to go see it. And it was, what was it, PG 13? Uh, Hold on. I have the Wikipedia up in front of me. It came out in 97. Okay, yeah. And. Don't say what it was rated in Wikipedia, but it's PG 13 or R. One of the two. I'm pretty sure it's PG 13 because I think that was the problem with it is. They wanted to make it R, and they couldn't. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Could could have been very R, right? Uh, but point is, we saw this movie, and uh, yeah, I brought one of my friends from school, another seven-year-old, and uh, me and my mom. You know, my mom takes us, and uh, like halfway through the movie, right as like shit was really about to like fucking pick up, he like got too scared and freaked out, and we had to leave. What, when John Leguizamo like, turned into a fucking demon? No, dude. This was, like, past that. You know what I mean? Like, I think this is, like, into one of the motorcycles. Like, I remember leaving on the on a motorcycle scene. And I was, like, sad on about that. Because I was like, this is fucking killer. You know what I mean? But it was... We, we at least got through probably 45 minutes of the movie, I would say. You know what I mean? We, we got... we got. It only has enough. a 96-minute like, runtime. <laughs> yeah. So, exactly. There you go, dude. So, I mean, maybe it was 30 minutes. Who knows? Dude? Yeah. I could tell you the exact moment we watched, we walked out if I watched the movie. You're right like, now. I was traumatized by leaving the movie that early. Dude, absolutely, bro. I just remember being like, what? Like, for, first of all, how is it going to get any scarier than it's already been? And like, secondly, like I was scared shitless of like all sorts of things. And even in that movie, but I wanted to see the fucking movie. Like I wanted to see Spawn. I was like, fuck yeah, Spawn's my man, dude. I, I, I was... I had all the Spawn toys, fuck, not not as many comics, but I was like super fucking all in on Spawn, bro. And uh, all in on Spawn. I like that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just remember being like, can't he just like sit in the bathroom or something or like whatever? Just like, what is going on? Come on, there's an arcade in the lobby. Go play video games, kid. Yeah, right. Yeah, my mom just lets some other kid kid play video games in the movie movie theater lobby by himself great that would be i'm sure sure that would go down real well with the oh parents. sorry i forgot you grew up in the 90s where that shit didn't fly in the 80s it'd be like yeah oh absolutely dude no my and my mom was like hyper fucking aware of that stuff like if i like was out of her sight for like seconds she would be like where is he because yeah, the 90s especially played up that fear of, like, children getting kidnapped and, like, all that stuff, you know? Yeah, like... Which is a very real thing still to this day. Oh. But people don't give a fuck still, you know what I mean? I've, I've, I've seen all sorts of people. I saw this lady. Oh, my God, dude. We were uh, moving some fucking furniture out of these people's place, and they ha- we had the door propped open, right? Right. And she came down older lady started probably like 50 something you know what i mean 50 60 maybe and she started yelling and screeching 
don't leave the door open. This is a secured building. We need, you know, there's a reason why this door is locked. You need to have special access to enter this building. All this shit fucking yelling, dude, at, you know, inside the apartment. And she's like, I have a young, I have a granddaughter that I'm looking after, blah, 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 all this stuff. By the time she was yelling at us, the granddaughter had already ran outside and was like running down the street. We're like, lady, like you, you're, you're <laughs> tripping right now. Like if you just walked with your kid instead of walking to us and fucking complaining about this shit, you know, we, we'd be done by now. You know what I mean? Like you'd be out. And I was like, man, you're she for somebody who is that much of a bitch, like, and fucking just high strung, freaking out for no reason, like yelling at the top of her lungs. Uh, she reeked of marijuana. And I was like, man, so uncharacteristic of you. <laughs> what is going on here? Like, is this shit making you too paranoid? Cause like, this is supposed to calm you down lady. She must've been a lot of sativa. Yeah. She must've been a lot of something, bro. I, I feel like there was other prescription drugs involved and weed was just the downer. You know what I mean? <laughs> gotta balance yourself out, man. You gotta balance it out. Gotta balance it out. That's yeah. That is a real fucking thing amongst meth heads. Not that I'm a meth head, but I say that having known many. And, right uh, yeah. Show the camera your teeth. Come on. They're not. They're only fucked up because these uh, these fangs won't come out yet. But they will. They will one day. I got tiny little fangs. I got my baby fangs still. So my like upper fangs are like impacted in my teeth. In my mouth, rather, in my upper lip facial area. This is like, this is great. Hey, hey ladies, how's it going? Just <laughs> <laughs> ready to just play with his face on camera for a couple yeah, seconds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll fucking do it. Do it. Remember when you, you used to hear that your face would stay that way? Biggest lie ever, bro. It's so hard to keep your face like that. I know. It's difficult. But we would try out of spite, you know? Yeah. It'd be hilarious if it just triggered Bell's, Bell's palsy out of you and like it did say yeah, that, that would that would be hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it'd be funny if it happened to you for me. I'd be laughing. Sure. It would be funny if it maybe happened to somebody that we didn't like, I think. That's, that's I mean, I would laugh at you a little bit. Oh man. <laughs> Dude, I definitely would be depressed if I had Bell's palsy. Fucking knock on wood, bro. Let's let's not manifest any of that shit. Oh, I don't believe in that. As, as best we can. Hmm. You know, it's it's weird. I like do and I don't. <laughs> I like have selective believing in that because like I like to joke about like plane crashes because like I feel like if you joke, make a joke about your plane crashing, like the likelihood of your plane crashing is way less. Your you likelihood know? of your plane crashing is pretty fucking low as is. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying. It's like it's even less if you actually bring it up and you're like make a point to like talk about it because like fuck now what are the chances of us talking about this plane crash and it happening like fucking nothing right well but there's some shit where it's like i've thought about and fucking like said things over and over again and like eventually they have you know have come to light so i you know i feel like maybe there is there's a little bit of that like conceive, believe, achieve Luke Rockhold bullshit that Michael Bisping would fucking slap me for saying. Wait, Sounds like the fucking worst self-help book I've ever fucking read. What you mean when he believed that he would get his jaw broken with Jan Blakovich? Uh no, dude. This was uh you don't you don't remember the Oh no, uh, I was just being an ass about like thing. Uh, All right. Well, good way to kick him while he's down, bro. 
I, I, I like to make fun of Luke Rockhold when he was on top of life and then oh, no, got I, fucking knocked out by Bisping. And, <laughs> no, I, I like to make fun of Rockhold right now. I met the husband of the person who had to do the reconstructive surgery on his jaw after that fight. Yeah. And apparently Rockhold was a prick to his doctor. Really? Yeah. Like This dude's wife is doing the reconstructive surgery on his jaw after he gets his jaw broken in that fight, and he's a prick to her. He's just a hater. Well, I don't know. Maybe she was fucking shit up. I mean, if your jaw was all fucked up, I feel like you'd be kind of like maybe a little sensitive to certain things. So maybe she like moved something a little much and he's like, oh, and then he was just he's a like, fucking fighter. Don't be a prick. Uh, like maybe. I don't know. Bro. I don't know. I'm, I feel it's a thing. If someone is doing their job correctly and helping me, don't be a dick to them. But was she really? Maybe she was doing it incorrectly, and that's why he was being a dick. I mean, I trust the I trust the dude who told me the story. That's fair, and you have every right to. I've never met Luke Rockhold. I've heard obviously mixed messages leaning towards the negative. Right, exactly. <laughs> like it would be one thing if like I had never heard that you know Rockhold is allegedly a prick. Yeah, right. All the well, time. That's how it goes, man. You're that attractive, and you can just you just walk all over the world. Yeah, like you're like I'm hyper attractive and. I'll beat the brakes off of 95% of the world. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And is also was also like a fucking pro surfer or some shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he he got the fucking luck of the draw for sure. Yeah. Like the, the, the good genetics came out there. He's- yeah. Yeah. Except the attitude, maybe. Who knows? I oh. shouldn't. I shouldn't. Luke, I'm sure you're a really nice guy. <laughs> please don't ever fucking kick me in the head if you see me walking down the streets. Please, um, please, please don't steal any girl that I might be with. Right, I'm not worried <laughs> about that. Like, if Luke Rockhold wants to kick head kick me on the street, please, someone catch me so I don't die from it. But then I'm going to be rich because I'm going to sue. Yeah, sure, sure. But uh, you would have to really, you know, from from what I understand, you have to really antagonize a fighter in order to get them to actually like fuck with you back. And uh, so if if you've done if you've antagonized them to that point you probably deserve a kick in the head. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and I deserve the payday I'll get from it. <laughs> nah, bro, none of your antagonizing. Oh, no, no. You, you, can, you, just, you, you get a kick in the head, bitch. You can fuck legally, you. verbally antagonize someone as much as you fucking want as long as you don't make threats. Sure, yeah, absolutely. But, the, yeah, you know, I would say physical threats. Oh, yeah, I'm right? going to physically yeah. threaten Luke Rockhold. Right. Yeah. I mean, people have done crazier things. People physically threatened Cowboy Cerrone. That guy got head kicked, but yeah. I don't think he won the lawsuit. I don't know. I don't know what's that might still be up in the air, but. But either way, I'm not going to physically threaten. I don't physically threaten people. Yeah, absolutely. Right. That's a that's a good quality to have, dude. I'm really stoked on that. Yeah, I don't physically threaten people. If I feel like you're going to put me in you know, harm's way, I may do something about it. Yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah. And there may be various strategy of about that. I may go get a gun. <laughs> yeah. See, I wish no harm enacted by me on other people. On occasion, I, I wish harm on other people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't I like. It's like, yeah, you have to physically threaten me or somebody I know in order for me to like f- have any sort of physical response. Well, I feel like I have to think you're a credible threat. Yeah. Like, if you're just some dude who's talking shit, like, I'll kick your ass. Like, I don't care. No, yeah. Well, look, anybody, words don't make a difference to me. I'm like, fucking go for it. Call me whatever you want. Like, don't, don't, because the worst that somebody's going to call you in an instance that's going to lead up to a physical fight is usually just a homophobic slur 
or some bullshit like that. So you're like, okay, like what, when, when have I not been called this? Like I it would only upset me if they said something like you're fucking, <laughs> your fill on that one fucking song really sucks. You know what I mean? You can't fucking play. But that's the thing is I have enough people that I know telling me that I can play. So I'm like, I don't, I don't believe this person's clearly wrong. The, the, con, the general consensus is I got my shit together. So fuck you, bro. So <laughs> realistically, like you have to like, and even then, even if you like insulted one of my loved ones, or, you know, it's like, okay, well they said that, but they're obviously idiots. Now right. when, yeah, physical shit comes to point, that's fucking one thing. But usually luckily I, I've, I've been very blessed to avoid many street fights i used to try to break them up when i was younger not, that's not fucking was, dumb could you imagine dude that's uh, you know but i'm a security professional yeah. I, i'm well aware of how dumb that is like yeah oh believe me i, I i've worked my fair share of door gigs yeah you know, i used to deal, like i used to deal with like when i was especially when i was you know management for doing security with younger dudes who were just like oh let's you know fuck them up or let's i'm like no 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 that's yeah. dumb. You're working a job that does not pay very well that provides you no fucking health insurance. Yeah. Why are you going to Definitely not worth it. Why definitely are you not worth 12 bucks a fucking hour <laughs> to fucking beat this guy's ass or get your ass beat. Right. And the Whatever. thing about it is, like, this isn't on the movies. You are not going to one punch knockout this dude. You're not. This is not Patrick. <laughs> this is not Roadhouse. You are not Patrick Swayze. Right. Like, unless we fucking beat him down as a security team. Which is yeah. always a great look. Yeah, right. Just <laughs> six guys. He is probably gonna get some hits in. Yeah. And he, see, I let's say this: I never tried to break up any fights that I didn't think I could break up. And this was also, like I said, like very young Rain and twenty-one-year-old Rain, and that weighed like a hundred fifty pounds of just like skin. You know what I mean? Well, at twenty-one, dude, at twenty-one, I broke up like I mean, hell, in much more recent. You're drunk. Oh, sorry, yeah, go, go on. In much more recent memory than that, I fucking have gotten involved when I shouldn't have. Yeah. Uh, I got to say Exotica Miami in 2012. Yeah. We're, all, we're all having a big fucking lobby party. Like we're, you know, convention's over. The af- official after party's over. Bunch of us just hanging out in the lobby drinking as, as you do at conventions. You're at the host hotel. And this dude rolls up with like one of the girls and another dude, no one really knows him. One of the girls that was hanging with us, her husband, just starts talking shit to the dude. Like, just starts being disrespectful to this dude. And he's a little, like, squat, stocky dude. And the dude who's talking shit is was a semi-pro MMA fighter. Yeah. And we're all just kind of ignoring it. Like, it's happening in my periphery and laughing about it. All of a sudden, like, shove punches and the semi-pro MMA fighter who was part of our group goes down. Oof. And the dude, the dude who knocked him out, who, you know, I don't know what really started the altercation except maybe my friend being a dick. Yeah. Just fucking skedaddles out of there. He's he like, he doesn't stick around. He realizes that like, he's not, it's not going to end well. Right. <laughs> and my buddy immediately pops up and he is a legit heavyweight. Okay. And I get in between him and the fucking dude is dudes retreating. Like, it's fucking over, man. Stop. Yeah. He's like, don't fucking touch me. I'm like, just fucking stop. You have a, you have a fucking active warrant. 
Yeah. <laughs> Do not fucking. <laughs> Probably not the best idea to be working in that profession if that's. <laughs> well, he he was he was uh, one of the girls' boyfriend, like husbands. Mm. He wasn't there, there as a security detail. He was just there. oh, he was just hanging out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like one of the girls' husbands. Like, dude, you have an active warrant. Like, I know yeah. it hurts your pride that you got knocked down there, but isn't no- that the worst, dude? Oh, that's got to be so embarrassing. Like nothing, nothing good could come out of this. A couple of the other girls, roadies and like boyfriends, like, yo, man, if you want to go get that dude, we'll get that dude. I'm like, y'all have fun with that. And thankfully, cool. Like me talking to people in cooler heads prevailed. I'm like. He has a fucking warrant. This is fucking South Florida. That asshole probably has a gun. Yeah. Oh, dude. That's the other thing, man. <laughs> People don't think about fucking weapons, bro. All over the place. Anybody could have a fucking gun. Right. Now. 5.5 pounds of trigger pressure is yeah, all you need to fucking. It's so freaky, dude. And it, I, was, uh, it, uh, uh-huh. it was just one of those things where like everyone got in their complex like, oh, would you go down? Like, no, no, no. It's over. Dude left. If dude had tried to hit my friend while he was on the ground, that would have been a different fucking story. Yeah. But he saw that he knocked him down and immediately was like, yeah. 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 What are you going to do at that point? Yeah. And the, my friend wanted to, when he got, because he immediately popped back up. It was not like he got knocked out starched. He just got, yeah. He just got knocked down. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking, it's a scary world out there, bro. I've, uh, I, I saw a street fight go real Ari where just a bunch of dudes were kicking a guy in the head that was down. And, a, a, you know, a guy threw a hit, hit another dude with an American flag. It was it was very interesting. It was it was very pro wrestling um, in a way. But, yeah, that was not 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 a pretty sight, man. Yeah. I, I And so, yeah, when I'm 21 and I'm fucking drunk. First of all, I'm very happy drunk, very lovey drunk, very like, why are we fighting? Like, the world is great. Like, let's just eat pizza or like whatever. And, um, dude, <laughs> you see that negativity, you just want to stop it. You're like, yeah, this is this is the right idea. Like, we need to like bring everybody together and like love, you know what I mean? Like, what are these guys fighting for? What could they be fighting over? And most of the time, it's just like some guy said something about some guy's girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I would say 90% of the time, all, all fights are started over that, you know, or somebody's, uh, you know, spills a drink on somebody and yeah. somebody takes a chain. Like, the, the spilling the drink's just dumb. Like, it's just dumb. It's, it's a mistake, right? Yeah. Uh, like, but, and I hate it when people are legitimately, like, angry at you for it, too. You're just like... Look, I'm going to buy you a drink. Like, I'm going to, like, take care of this as best I can. But, like, this is, like, I have I've did not intentionally pour a drink on you. Like, right. But people have done that. People do that shit all the time. They yeah, fucking that, throw in that, drinks. And, that, that's fight. That's when we're fighting. Yeah. Like, you can insult me all you want. You waste my alcohol. You intentionally waste my alcohol. If it's an accident, I get it. You intentionally waste my alcohol. Like. You well, ever see somebody throw a drink at somebody else? Well, fuck, working security detail yeah. for Ace Hotel, I'm sure. Dude, oh my, every summer we had, you know, they block off down, uh, that part of Broadway for like some skate skating event? Yeah. I forgot what it was called, but like. I know what you're talking about. Mount, Everybody fucking skateboards, yeah. Yeah, Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew sponsors it. <laughs> honey mustard, golden chicken tender, honey Mountain Dew pre-show, barbecue pre-show. Sorry. But. We had to, we had to bounce the founder of Thrasher out of the fucking theater because he was fucked up. Or yeah, he was fucked up, like throwing popcorn at people during. Like there, we were airing some skater dock as part of the festival, 
Hey, Those skaters, like, man. Oh, dude. We the are, scallions. I have never taken more weapons off people at the door than during those events. Yeah, dude. That's that totally makes sense, bro. Like we it's, took it's, a, they're shady. We took a steak knife off someone, we took a screwdriver, we took like all steak knife. Yeah, a full on fucking steak knife. Like Jesus Christ. So much shit. And originally originally I had to argue with the theater management about this because like they had done the event before and it was part of like a skater event. All these kids have their skateboards. I'm like no, you cannot let these people in with their fucking skateboards. Yeah, definitely people are going to get hit with skateboards. Right. Dude, 100%. So thankfully they listened to me and we didn't have a bunch of skaters with their skateboards. But as we're bouncing the founder of Thrasher, like this dude who I just I have no fucking idea who he was, was like, do you know who this is? You can't kick him out. Like this is like, like he's got, he's 86, man. Like we, we warned him. <laughs> Yeah, fuck you, bro. And as we get to the door at the Ace to walk him out, the guy backs off. The guy who's trying to talk to us, he's like, all right, man. And then he whips a full beer at me. Damn, what a prick. So you got a drink thrown at you. Yep, he missed me and cracked one of my people in the head. Oof. And now, is this a bottle of beer? Is this No, a- but it was a full can. He still split my guy open. Full can, yeah, that's that's heavy, bro. In the chaos, dude was smart. Apparently, he had done some hooligan shit before. Because you've been to the Ace before. Well, the founder of Thrasher no, magazine. No, no, the, you would think. no, he got eighty six. The guy who threw the guy who was trying to convince us to let not throw him out. Oh, wait. So that's the guy who threw the beer at you? Yep. Fucking prick, dude. Oh yeah. No, the founder of Thrasher was pretty complacent. You know, once we had, okay. once we had that, him like dragged out. That of his makes seat. sense. I would think all their shit's about like rebellion and like fuck yeah, but it's a magazine, so they're probably also fucking. He's nerds. also like old. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he ain't running from any more cops nowadays. Right. right, like he's he's also old these days. But that's hilarious. So you've been to the Ace, like it's two sets of doors, and then the box office comes out a little bit into the inside. Yeah, yeah. So we're on. The south side of doors, as my guy gets cracked with the beer, like, he just happened to miss me. Like, it was thrown at me. I just kind of saw it and went, whoop, then bop, hit the guy, hit my guy right next to me. Good reaction skills, dude. That's that MK11 fucking (laughs) MK11 dodge right there. (laughs) Pretty much. Dodge the beer can that fucking. It's meant for me. And Ooh, good times. Dude. We, we we whip around to see where the fuck he went because we're gonna obviously eighty six that motherfucker too. Yeah. What he did was right after he threw the beer, before it even connected, he ran around the other side of the box office and hid in the other side of doors that weren't being used. Fuck, dude. So just fucking sneaky little motherfucker. Yeah. So like immediately I, ch- I check on my guy and then we're fucking scouring the theater for this motherfucker. <laughs> I bet, dude. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't until I went to the cameras later that I saw what he did. Okay, so you were, yeah, you were able to <laughs> see his plan of escape, dude. That's hilarious, Metal Gear Solid style. You're like, shit, we have him on there. <laughs> like literally, <laughs> he was he, he was a foot away from me before he threw that beer. Like uh, you know, a couple feet away. He's like in the lobby. We're like, we're 86. I'm all right, man. Dude, he pulled a straight up hitman move. <laughs> just fucking like walk to the left, uh, hid behind until the fucking <laughs> alert went down, and then he walked off. One hundred percent. How's it, dude? Yeah, Amazing. one of my guys had to get fucking stitches from that shit. 
that's yeah i i saw steve austin get hit by that one beer can and that was that was brutal bro have right, you seen and, that yeah and they're not whipping them at steve like they're throwing at him to for him to catch him right no 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 this is a different situation oh. bro this was after a match so um no way out 2001 going into wrestlemania 18 or 17 17 yes uh it was Stone Cold versus Triple H in a three stages of hell match. And um, after the, they have like this knockdown, knockout, drag down, knockdown, drag out brawl. Um, <laughs> Steve, you know, gets the pin or Hunter gets the pin, whoever. And they're just laying there, right? Trying to sell. And somebody throws a full can of beer, not even opened, bro. It, I'm pretty sure it wasn't opened. Either way, it was fuck. That shit was fucking heavy right on his fucking lands right on his forehead and he's not he's not he's not looking up you know what i mean he's face down and just fucking boom dings him and i was like oh god dude so fucking it, it just seems like one of the most painful brutal things but even in that situation even they just had a match where they were hitting each other in the head with chairs and fucking but i feel like in that situation concussions there that was a fan trying to like throw steve his trademark beer at that point that wasn't like someone trying to maliciously hit him in the head with a beer I don't know, bro. I really don't know. It's hard to tell. True. Uh, true. Because, yeah, I think I think Steve did lose the match. So I think that's why it was... I think that's why it was fucked. Because, like, if Steve won the match, then it would make sense if he threw a beer at him. But he lost, you know. Hey, give, he, give needs a beer, he needs a beer in defeat, too. <laughs> Absolutely. And not to say that he wouldn't get one, but, you know, you got to give him time to recover from the fucking pinfall, bro. He's out, dude. He's dude, knocked well, out. You know? Maybe they thought he was Popeye, that he needed his fucking spinach. And, and that was it. That's all he needed to get up after the match was over and kick Triple H's ass. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it pretty much is, dude, if you think about it. That's that's what we were led to believe as children is drink beer and you'll be like Stone Cold Steve Austin jacked and fucking... <laughs> Although he was, you know, he even admits back in the day he was juicing for sure. Well, everyone was. Hitting that juice. Yeah, a lot lot of people were. I wouldn't say everyone, but a lot of people for sure. Yeah, well, there are a lot of people. It's like juice painkillers, juice painkillers. Yeah, well, both. But nowadays, it's like there's none of that, I would say. Or none of that. Way less. The painkillers are definitely still there. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say none of that. Way, way less because people are more. More people are like teetotalers. You know what I mean? They're uh, they've seen what happens to these wrestlers, and they're like, "All right, we're gonna fucking take it, take it a little chill." Which I get. You know what I mean? That's it's kind of the same thing with me and music and and rock stars. And you're looking up to these guys and like seeing. Okay, I can see there's a kind of a pattern here with this whole drugs and alcohol thing. You got to be pretty responsible. Uh, or at least try your hardest. And I think I've done a pretty good job so far. You know, I'm, 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 I'm so, got, got it under control. I, I yeah. don't ever, uh, you know, heroin is very responsible. He only shoots heroin in between his toes. Yeah. Only in between my toes. No, dude, that's too bad for the drums, man. I can't, I can't get my toes. I would have to shoot it in my tip of my dick basically. You know what I mean? I think that's the only option. And we all know that's not getting much activity anyways because of co- fucking quarantine and corona. So, uh, you know. COVID. COVID. Yeah. Oh, God damn it! That makes me want to go back to a, a whole point about the the whole plane going down thing. Yeah. 
Let's do it, bro. Let's do it. I love it. Call back. The whole there are probably more motherfuckers that are out there not wearing masks that are afraid of their plane going down than they are of getting fucking COVID. Uh, that could be a situation. I, I, I put money on that situation. I don't entirely disagree with you there. Yeah, I don't. I don't find that entirely impossible. It's very strange, man. It's 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 uh, that's the only thing that people keep saying, and it's like that's all they can say is like, we live in such weird times, bro. And it's like, fuck yeah, dude. No shit, we're all fucking living this. But you can't help but talk about it. It's like, it's so it's the big fucking elephant in the room. We did pretty good. We made it up to this point without talking without any mention of masks or COVID. That's pretty. That's pretty awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, I'm, I'm pr- I haven't bitched about Instacart once. I'm proud of it. Oh, Steve, you're 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 uh, lucky. You can afford Instacart, bro. I, I'm out there huffing it in the fucking Ralphs with uh, all the all the rest of the crazies. I just make the sacrifice, but yeah. Now that my fun employment has run out, um, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. That's pretty whack. Well, and even whacker for all our fucking musician friends who are who make more money doing music than I do. Are that those guys are really fucked. You know, all, all the all the tours that got canceled. Fuck, man. Yeah. A lot, a lot to recoup, I would assume. For some people. For for others, I'm sure it probably doesn't bother them. But for some, they're... Oh, I mean, like, the people I know who are actually more fucked than the musicians are the fucking... I got a couple friends that are like road crew. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. Sound guys, light guys. Tour all managers. That shit, dude. Yeah, drum techs, you name it. All, all that shit. They're fucked, dude. Yeah, it's like they and, don't get and, fucking royalties. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, that is what it is. We're going to, we're going to fucking move. Speaking of music though, this is good. I have new fucking bands I could plug. Oh yeah. I mean, let's, let's talk about, let's talk about my bands a little bit. We'll shift it over. Okay. I was going to get to that. I was going to get to your various projects, your music included. I I knew, I knew we would anyway, and we will get to all my projects, but I figured this now is as we're talking about touring. Well, let's, let's, let's not beat the segue to death. Let's get to it. Um, oh, well, yeah, this is on subject, bro. Uh, today, I just finished a photo shoot with Chain Flower, another, another tremendous photo shoot with Will Sanford. Great, great photographer. Uh, can't, can't say enough good things about him. And um, yeah, Chain Flower is a new project I've been doing with this badass singer chick, Sid Duran, who uh, used to play in a band called Valora. And she has like placement all over the place, like soccer ufc walking dead law and order all that shit you know what i mean um so yeah we're we're, uh, and kelly wheeler on guitar who has played in bands with danny carey and perry farrell way back in the day and is tremendous guitar player tremendous guy um having a lot of fun doing it like kind of female fronted heavier alternative rock but uh it's just it's it's kind of right in the pocket for my playing and uh I, you know i can really kind of just chill out have fun I don't, I don't have to think about the music too much there's a little bit of thinking there's a little bit of that zeppelin prog shit going on on occasion but for the most part it's like you know some heavy hitting straightforward fucking rock so hell yeah hell yeah yeah i'm really excited about that shit and then another band i'm doing is uh fallen sons which is like pantera meets alice in chains you know got that kind of head like almost meets like desert rock kind of has a roadhouse rock feel to it nice. uh yeah yeah so uh just been working with both of those bands chain flower we recorded a couple songs we're releasing videos and music all the time we uh just 
got hooked up with Universal Music Group. So they're helping us a lot. And um, you got that contract yet? Uh, I haven't signed anything yet, but you know, uh, when the time comes, I, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll have some lawyers look it over for sure. But so far, uh, I'm, I'm just a passenger. I'm just fucking riding along on the drums for now until a little more shit comes together. But uh, they've been talking about uh, it's getting us out in some Midwest places playing shows during all this madness, which I would be so fucking down for and so into, uh, even though it'll be very strange, but it's not like I'm not used to playing small capacity venues anyway, or limited capacity. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, I hope some of that comes together and, and comes through cause I'm itching to play. Uh, good thing is through fucking quarantine, I started a Twitch channel. Oh, and you don't I've, say. Yeah, and I've been doing drumming Twitch streams, which has been fucking awesome and a lot of fun. Interesting, some navigation that we have to do with like copyright shit and fucking playing requests and this and that, but we're figuring it out. And um, the the reception of it has been really good. So I'm hoping now that I finally reached the affiliate level on twitch.tv slash rainplays. It's not time for plugs. It is not time for plugs. You have been on this show too many times to try to plug shit early. You you know know when plugs happen. I'll plug whenever. I I insert plugs at all costs. Don't worry, they won't be there in post. You're lucky this is the first one, bro. You're lucky. (laughs) I've held my mouth on plugs. Don't worry, won't be there Um, in post. Yeah, it it, you're, it better be there in post, bro. It's I'm gonna make it too hard to <laughs> too hard to transition from one of the subjects to the other, because I'm going to make it a transition into the other aspect of my <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Rain Plays Gaming channel, and it's going to be <laughs> see the transition with, right there will be like with it, it will with, just, wait 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 here's, it'll here's just say gaming channel, but it'll just put, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> my twi- my rain game plays channel twitch ing stream I'm just gonna try and glitch your system right now so you don't it's too difficult for you to remove anyway i'm a much better is, editor than that ah <laughs> oh, dude i i'll i'll have to uh i, I have to calculate the way i'm gonna scramble this message rain <laughs> see what you gotta do next time is like physically write it on your body so for the video version like it's just there <laughs> oh dude why why are you telling me this right now bro bad bad choice on your oh because oh what i I'm, might have a pen around here but what oh. i'm not going to do is spend the time to blur your head the whole time where's a pen bro <laughs> i got a pencil is it sharpened yes here we go for the oh. audio audience rain is going to stab himself in the head on camera I'm going to stab myself in the eye with a pencil very slowly. <laughs> um, let's do this. Brandon Bozio, one-eyed drummer. <laughs> hey, you know, worse things could happen. You'll be a I one-armed could... drummer. Exactly. And even that is, like, not the worst. I know. You could be a one-armed drummer in Def Leppard. Hey, man, fucking Def Leppard rules. Don't you talk shit. Here we go. Uh, oh man it's backwards on the fucking zoom isn't it that sucks i'll just i'll just we'll do the rest of the interview like this so for the video audience i'm sorry about raiden's technical difficulty i don't know why his screen went black yeah oh motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> all right. Anyway, um, so that's all linked. The twitch.tv slash rainplays channel is linked to the You Laugh We Die channel, which is a gaming network that has I don't know, like some other dudes. <laughs> Everyone's second fill the rain in. Yeah, it's it's really it should be the You Laugh We Rain channel, but we made it You Laugh We Die because I'm you know, I'm a giver. I'm, uh, well I'm come on, the, it would be a much better name of you know. You rain, we die. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, rain laughs, you die. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's what we don't want. Um, but anyway, yeah, uh, so twitching the games has been a lot of fun, very interesting, a whole new world that you've been helping me with through all this stuff. You know, For- you've been one of, one of the pillars of, of the building blocks of my Twitch channel. Yeah, for those of you who are unaware, I am one of the founding members of You Laugh, We Die. Uh, hey, no plugs until the end, bro. I don't know if you're... We're fucking this. talking about it. <laughs> it's too late now. Oh, yeah. Um, Good thing I have creative control on this. I can leave my own plugs in. Yeah, I know, right? You can, it's, This is a full dictatorship when it comes to this interview. Realistically, well, no, I'm sure there could be some law involved if you, like, did, uh, you know... Uh, had like replaced the audio with me saying like some racist and homophobic things you know what i mean but if i subtract there's nothing there yeah yeah no i can that's yeah that unfortunately you can't get sued for that yeah which sucks (laughs) not that i could afford to sue you right now anyway but i got lawyers yeah Uh, you know what my cousin just became a lawyer so just just you wait she just had a baby as soon as as soon as all that's wrapped up and she, you know, kicks that thing to the curb, then we're going to be cool. Nah. You're assuming like 18 years, hopefully I'll still be alive. Yeah. Right. No, nah, dude, just a couple months, man. That's until that thing starts walking. She's, she's going back. I'm sure. No, I, 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 have, no I have no idea what's but, happening. I, I haven't talked to her since the baby was born, but that's a whole nother story. Not, not to say that it's like, there's anything stopping us. It's just, time life shit you know it's not like i resent her so i haven't called her after her or she resents me oh. after her her beautiful niece my i guess she's my niece but it's like second cousin once removed or whatever the fuck i don't know oh the- there's too there's too many fucking caveats to uh family members you know what i mean and, and the and what the actual name of the relationship is i'm gonna just i have to stop myself okay good Glad, gl- glad you're stopping yourself. Because there's just too many setups for bad incest jokes. Yeah. Oh, bro. Come on. That's that's. I was I was laying it out, laying it out for you. That was the whole point. I just wanted to fucking make you salivate. <laughs> you, you know, I says here so well. It's like, oh, I can just me wait. <laughs> 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 like, oh, oh, I can make an incest joke here. So he's just uh, so easy. But yep. Yeah. No, we are we are doing the Twitch gaming thing. Well, yeah. the majority Street of us, fighter have, motherfuckers, the majority of us have made it to affiliate at this point. Yes, dude, finally. Which means everybody who's listening to this, I hope, follows me. And fucking, I need some subs now. That's the next plan. Give me that sub, bro. Give me them gift subs. Yeah, I really hope anyone who's listening to this is giving me the subs. So sorry. Yeah, I mean, you should get them too, but you know. Spread the love around, you know. Nah, nah. you'll be fine. We'll, we'll all be fine. Our twitches will be fine. They're 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 uh, burgeoning. 
budgeting. Is yeah. That, what, what is that? Is that when they're when they're like growing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blooming. They're blooming. I would say yeah. like a herpes sore. <laughs> Speaking of herpes sores, oof. okay, that's a segue I wasn't expecting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm really glad I don't have any herpes sores. I'm really stoked. Had had a couple scares, but I'm still still doing good. I know you called me about one of them. Yeah, I definitely did. I I don't think I called you, but I texted you. Oh no, that was a call. That was that was. There's panic in your voice. Was there? Yeah. Damn, bro. I think you I, just didn't yeah. want a text record of what you were asking me. Roll safe meme. Yeah. All the time, bro. Roll safe meme on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Point right to the brain. That's that's the classic wrestling heel move. You call call somebody. So yeah, you don't have any physical evidence. Uh, I, I, it all and it all worked out. It's all great. Oh yeah. oh yeah, it's fine. It's absolutely fine and dandy. Still, still doing good. Still, you know, I don't know if I should knock on wood, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know why we're talking about my uh, herpes uh, scares and or and planes going down. You know, both equally good topics. Yeah, what, what's worse, right? <laughs> plane. I mean, Rick Rick Flair survived a plane crash. I'm not sure if Rick Flair survived herpes. Yes, he's been having sex since the '60s. He definitely the, has herpes. Do you think he has herpes? Yeah, probably does. Oh, the, the guy who's known for notoriously being a drunk womanizer on the road? No. Fuck no. yeah, dude. The man, bro. The man. I'm got to give it up to him. Probably got laid more than any wrestler ever. Yeah. Uh, and masturbated twice a day. A- aside from all the sex that he had, he still cranked it twice a day, bro. That's a fucking American hero. I don't know how he pulled that off while being drunk all the time. I can't come that often while I'm drunk. Dude, everything, bro. He would fucking be hung over and like the next day him and Ricky Steamboat would do like the stairmaster for like an hour. Is that a se- is that a sex act? What what's the stairmaster? Come on, bro. Don't even try with me. Was well, there me. something wrong with Ric Flair and like, Ricky Stevo having a you know man on man sexual encounter? Like you don't know what a stairmaster is. I've never heard of this sex act. Oh my god. Well, and then when you say Ricky Steamboat, that doesn't help anything really either. Nope, nope, nope. It sure doesn't. Well, one thing we can all take away from this is we know that Ric Flair has one of the biggest penises in the history of wrestling. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool info that most people know. Uh, uh, the other guy with one of the biggest dicks in wrestling, Colonel Robert Parker. Remember him? He was Tennessee Lee with Jeff Jarrett yeah. in WWF. Apparently, they say it's like a fucking jump rope, bro. But he's fucking six seven and fucking, you know. Well, I don't want to like fuck. wonder too much about Flair's penis, but when he got old and like really jiggly, like did his penis become like that flappy too? Bro, that thing was still getting action. That shit never stopped getting getting worked out. So you got to think that that thing probably looks as good as it did when when he when he was in his early 30s so it's still probably gross and flappy got it it's okay got it's got enough uh wear on it i don't know about the balls the balls are probably a whole nother universe oh the balls are probably plugging his butthole they hang so low (laughs) plugging his butt how could your balls plug your butthole because they hang so low you could tuck them back Why would you? That sounds so painful and unpleasant. No, not if they hang that low. Like if you're just on your back, they just hang droop down there. Oh, okay. If you're lying down, I see. Well, I feel like yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't doesn't doesn't that happen to everybody? I don't know. 
Your your balls can touch your anus, man. I got some, I got some pretty low hangers on on occasion. Uh, it depends, though. You know, depends on the time. <clears throat> I have some. You know, sometimes one hangs lower than the other. You know, it's 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 a crapshoot. It's like those dice, the uh, the dice in the cab mirror, cab driver's mirror. Brandon has alphatitis. He just is afraid to go get it checked out. I mean, that would be, it would be a miracle. If I was able to do all the things I did with fucking elephantitis and <laughs> testicles, Jesus Christ, bro, come on. You'd have to give me a little more crap. I'd have to walk around with a fucking wheelbarrow if that was the case, bro. Harder, and you've seen, you've seen me in person. You've seen me below the waist. So you you, you know that's not part, true. The, part the of don't know. Part of Renan's prep to drum, he's actually got to lube up his balls so they don't chafe against his legs. Dude. That's a real fucking thing, man. I I, I do I do get some ch- thigh chafe on occasion, and uh, I I have real sensitive balls. I don't know I don't know if we've spoken about this before, but I feel like I don't trust a lot of other people to like play with my balls or touch my balls or fuck with them. I'm usually just like I kind I kind of freak out. It's kind of like when they go for the butthole. It's the same thing. It's like you know you clench up, you you get that fear of uh, <laughs> fear of God in your eyes. You know what I mean? The, the balls are, I don't know if it's from too many years of wearing skinny jeans or what the deal is, but you know, uh, they, they will, uh, maybe it's something, maybe I should see a doctor about that. I don't know. <laughs> Doc, my balls keep protruding into my body. Anytime a woman tries to touch them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Pretty much, dude. It's just like, I'm, it's just extreme danger. Cause a lot of the times I've had, you know, people who are going down there that just, don't know what's happening and it's just a it's just a cash grab you know and you're just like what no so so you you have that fear always of somebody not being gentle enough and even then it like it doesn't really do anything for me it's just it's 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 the same thing it's like well why like i get it it's kind of nice but like just focus your attention elsewhere you know okay i did (laughs) You need to be with some more gentle lovers. You got to find those for yourself, Raymond. I, dude, you know me. I don't. Want, I. I want the non-gentle lovers. <laughs> I forgot I, that you want someone to smother you. Yeah, bro. I'm with. I'm with. I'm with getting. You know, a little. Uh, a little beat up during my lovemaking sessions. You know what I mean? I don't mind. I don't. <laughs> hey, so I don't as long <laughs> as they're in the safe zone, away from the safe zone. Oh yeah, away from the balls. No ball attacking, and like try not to leave marks if you can like i get it like shit happens whatever but like and then like no hedge like don't like hit my head because i don't want a concussion like i don't want ct i want to save all my ct for when i finally join the pro wrestling world like what kind of women are you hanging out with that are giving you concussions uh I'm not saying concussions, but like getting slapped in the head, you're definitely getting brain damage. Like if like, and I've had some girls slap me in the face, like full bore. And you're like, damn girl. Like what the fuck? Like, do I owe you money or some shit? Where it's just like, I'd rather just like, that's why I kind of try to stay away from it. Cause like, uh, you, you don't even want, I don't even want to risk that. You know, if you want to slap, like, I'm like, you could slap my neck. At least I could take that. That's like the Japanese forearms yeah. you know what i mean the, the new the new japan style forearms I'll, I'll take a slap to the neck but uh don't sl- slap my face unless we're shooting an angle you know what i mean <laughs> um but yeah yeah those, those those are the no no head damage other than that it's like yeah go for it you know a little scratching a little biting hair pulling you know why not let's party i'm down but 
po- balls. Post COVID. Post COVID. Yeah. Hey, I'm I'm still down pre COVID. I've been I haven't been super getting it on during COVID. Obviously, I I thought 30 was going to be like one of the years I got laid the most because I was doing pretty good or just on like a, a good hot streak. I felt real positive for a while. And then this hit and it was like, there goes that fucking, I thought this was going to be a record year. And, uh, Dude, we all, all the, we season's all, out the window, bro. The season is out the fucking window. It's got a window. big fucking asterisk next to it. <laughs> <laughs> the 2020 season has a giant asterisk next to it. Yeah, 100%. But, uh, let's see. I think I've gotten laid like three or four times. Oh, five, five times. And only once by somebody I met before COVID. So pretty good for however many months it's been, like four, three months. So unsafe. Not too bad. Hey, it is what it is, bro. I'm 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 willing to take the risk for sex, bro. I'm willing to die for this pussy, bro. <laughs> I mean I was I was on my high horse, but I fell the fuck off of it. So <laughs> Exactly. Shut the fuck up. We all know where you were a couple weeks ago, fucking missing in action. A moment of weakness, he says. <laughs> I, I'm not. I've already told the joke on air enough times. I don't need to beat a dead horse with it. That's fine. Well, that's that's what I'm here for. I'm just here to remind everybody that I know too. Oh no! no, no. I know. I know what you did last summer. Oh, <laughs> I know what you did during COVID. I was about to say, if it was last summer, man, I'd be suicidal. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's right. You 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 opened it up a bit this year. We had three. Do we have three? three different ladies that we've been banging since January or is it just two? Uh, just two. Hey, you know what? You, how great of a friend am I that I'm all, always ready to pump up your numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to give you that one extra at any time. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just like, Oh, Hey, you know, talking to a bunch of people, it's, it's going to be, Oh no, COVID COVID. And then like, I was just like, I'm going to be good. I'm going to be good. I'm going to be drunk and have it thrown at me. Okay. Yes, dude. That's sometimes it's just undeniable, man. You get that phone call and you're like, all right. You know, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's been situations where it's like, I just finished hanging out with one girl. Right. And I'm on my way home. Like we've been eating and drinking all day. And then like, I fucking drop by another fast food place on my way. I'm like bloated as fuck. I feel sick. My place is a wreck. And then like, I'll get this text and I'm just, and I'm like, Hey, look, can you come over like tomorrow night? Like that would be incredible. Cause like I could like shit, you know what I mean? Like I could like get my whole fucking life together, clean things up and it'd be great. And they're like, I don't care what your place looks like, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm, I want to come over and you're like, all right, give me 25 minutes. Right. <laughs> Let me like clean my room as fast as I can before you come over. I'm just like fucking rushing, lighting incense, you know, like getting everything ready. Like, oh, dude, okay, I, like I did the same shit. Like, she's like, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to come by and hang out. Like, I haven't decided if we're having sex yet. Yeah. Like, which in my mind, like, you have. Yeah, yeah. At 100%, dude. 100%. Uh, so I'm like frantically like picking up my room. Uh, you know, I definitely had a quarantine bush going on. Like, I hop in the shower, shower, and then shave my balls real quick. Yeah, that's good. You, you, you see, I'm really so indifferent about my pubes lately. You know what I mean? It's well, like, dude, 
they were long enough you could have braided them before I you know, took the weed whacker to them. You, you, well, you have a different level of hair ac- uh, accumulation than I do. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I can imagine that you have to like you have to weed weed whack those bitches for sure. For the audio audience, Rain is essentially you know an adult hairless boy. This is all the look at all my chest hair. I'm there's this is no shaving my chest hair. This is this is what it looks like. There's like he's an HD six. and I don't see anything. There's six, yeah. <laughs> they're they're very light. Like my this is as hairy as my arms. You know what I mean? Like there's just a, it's not much. So back back I have nothing. Like just just that little scruff of my neck. I'm all set. And so the pubic area, yeah, it's regular normal hair, but I don't have like probably the extension that uh, normally hairier person like Dude, yourself I had, might have. It looked like I had a Hasidic Jew in a leg lock. Yeah, yeah, dude, classic. That's a classic joke. Who who came up with that one? No, you didn't. Somebody else said that. Somebody else said, like, I feel like I have. No, this is a. I feel like I have ZZ Top and a scissor hold. That's that was the one that I heard. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, you you modified it. I'll I'll give it to you. I guess it was an original thought. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. It's like one of those jokes that we tweet where we're like, I was the first person to come up with this joke. It was like 90 other people tweeting the same joke. Like, fuck. God damn it. Yeah. Some shit about Kobe. (laughs) You know what I mean? 90 people text uh, tweeting about Kobe fucking missing a score or some shit. I don't know. I don't know. I uh, can't remember what it was. I didn't tweet anything negative about Kobe's death. I didn't either. I try not to tweet anything negative about anybody's death unless they're like a shithead. Like Nancy Reagan, I was like, all right, she had it coming. And I kind of got in an argument with Frank Stallone because of it. <laughs> but that's that's fine. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm willing to accept that fate that I can no longer be a Frank Stallone fan, which beforehand I really was. I, I, I truly enjoyed him. Thought he was a great singer, very talented. I saw him live twice with my mama. We Man, went. I thought a, you, I thought you meant Sylvester Stallone's brother. Yeah, Frank Stallone. Oh, that's who we're talking about? He's a singer too. I didn't know that. Dude, he sang "Take You Back," do 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 do, "Take You Back," and Rocky One. I know. Also, also, "Staying Alive." He did the the soundtrack for "Staying Alive," the movie, not the yeah, the, not the Saturday se- Night Fever, the sequel to Saturday Night Fever. Yes, I, I'm well. Yeah. yeah, so he did that one, um, and yeah, he he did. He was in a band called Valentine back in the day. That's what that's what did uh, the old uh, take you back. But I, I got to stop prank uh, plugging Frank Stallone because <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm no longer a fan of his music. It's it's we're done, we're done after, and I get it. Yeah, we yeah we posted a little. I posted a little something negative about Nancy Reagan, but it is what it is. I, I feel like a lot of, I don't know, maybe not directly because of her, but she was the face of a lot of black men being wrongfully arrested for drug crimes. Well, the Reagan administration just did a lot of bad shit altogether. Yeah, yeah they were terrible, dude. I don't. I have like these friends that like think he was like great or something, and I'm like, dude, are you? Rose-colored glasses, man. Rose-colored glasses. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Everything. I mean, I don't know. I've. I feel like at this point in my life, I realize now all politicians are shitty. I'm not like, oh yeah, this one's like fucking. Great. I mean, there's a couple that I'll get swayed by. You know, there's a couple that have drawn my ire, like Andrew Yang, Bernie Sanders, Tulsi Gabbard. Like, I'm. I'm okay with them. I approve of them. If they're if they become president, I'm I'm willing to. to None of them are ever becoming president. But yeah, that's exactly why, right? 
<laughs> and that's that's well, the fucking problem. So I feel like yeah, I've said, I've, I've said this a bunch of times. Like my be- one of my biggest beef with Trump is I expect my politicians to be lying and conniving and dishonest. I yeah. just want them to be smart enough to get caught at it. Uh, but see, that's my that's all my kind of also positive thing about Trump is it's like okay, at least I know everything that is like going on. You know what I mean? Like for the most part, it's like all right, he's pretty fucking out there. And like my analogy has been like, okay, if there is somebody else's president, it's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Whereas like Donald Trump is like out there like, hey, I'm a wolf, everybody. Like fucking watch the fuck out. So it's like, oh, okay, I get it. Like I won't go outside because there's a fucking wolf out there. Like it's that easy. Whereas like, oh man, that sheep seems pretty fucking cool. Like I should go pet it. And then you get bit by a fucking wolf. But you know, it's it's the fucking double-edged sword that we are forced into uh, in this election, which is going to be fucking brutal. Um, I'm very curious to see how it turns out. Because, I am too. Uh, it's not. Yeah, I'm. I'm not pleased with either. Uh, just as I was last election. Uh, so yeah, you know, Biden still has my vote. There you go, man. More power to you. I'm. I'm a non-voting American. Fucking vote, Jagoff. That's what everybody says. But I've chosen to sit these last three elections out. Stop that. I live in California. What the fuck does my vote mean? I know where it's going. Well, you could be voting on state measures, other positions. Oh, absolutely. Okay, sure. But then I would have to do a bunch of research. And I just, bro, I got a Twitch channel. I don't know if you know about this, but I'm trying to fucking run that shit. I haven't even I given know. you fucking, I, I, I haven't even given you timestamps, bitch. You think I could do research on this fucking, on Prop 78, whatever the fuck is going on. Raiden's pulling back the curtain on our real daily interaction like hey where's my fucking timestamps so i can spend the time to edit your video for you exactly what a great see now you're putting yourself over matt get see how i i i let you you know i put you over there i i gave you the opportunity to make yourself this was like uh the match with Shawn michaels and razor ramon right yes but then they don't talk about it on camera in the ring i mean whatever dude it doesn't work at that point Bro, the, the biz- the business has already been exposed, dude. Everybody knows wrestling's not real. <laughs> Let's have fun with it. Fuck well, it. What is real is, have you filled out the goddamn spreadsheet? Yeah. Uh, no, definitely not. <laughs> I, I need to go through all my... That's going to be the easiest part, though. That's, like, that's going to be super easy. The hard part is going to be watching fucking three hours of myself being like, okay, what the fuck is good, what is not, but... Eh, so- um, for the, I'm for the audience, for the audience, I part of managing these, these my friends, these miscreants, friends, yeah. these fucking vandals, these vagabonds, fucking, these vagabonds, video game playing vagabonds. Is, I've enforced a fucking spreadsheet for a schedule and fucking making them put metrics in a fucking spreadsheet for me. Because yeah, that's and that's great. That's a great idea. It's I, I applaud and approve of that. But yeah, I've I've just I've taken my sweet time on giving you the metrics just because the metrics have been you know up down all around. Well, yeah, so. but that's the point of the metrics is to monitor that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's true, but also you know, I think I think we're we're getting into the to the to the groove now to the point where it's like all right, I'm going to be able to sit back and just fucking do everything. I'm I'm going to force people that I hang out with. To, to watch these with me and give me feedback and just be like, look, to, is 
what is funny? You know what I mean? Like tell, like if you laugh at something during any of this, tell me <laughs> like, please, like that would help. You know what I mean? Like I kind of have some idea, but I don't want to miss over gems, you know? And then yeah. I also don't want to be like having a whole bunch of unfunny shit. Well, the- and this is one of the things like we can talk about this off air. I don't need to start giving you stream pointers. On fucking the podcast, like I, the audience, I, I don't think so either. The audience is like, "Hey, welcome to Matt's fucking Twitch coaching." <laughs> hey, you know what? That's why it should be fucking. We we're not giving away for free, baby. Got to have that. Got to sub for that one. Got to sub for any more Twitch information that we might give you. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's what it's going to be. Or you got to be yeah. really pretty. I, I've been giving out some free Twitch advice to pretty people. Just a free subs. No, not subs. Just oh, I no. was gonna say there's this gift sub thing, but that's like you giving somebody else your yeah, sub, yeah. right? Yeah, that's a whole other thing. No, there was a yeah Instagram model who was like, "I'm starting my first Twitch stream yesterday. It's really difficult." I'm like, "What do you need help with?" Damn, bro, getting in there, getting in. Um, I I respect the game, dude. Hey, you know, get in where you fit in. Apparently, I'm tech support. <laughs> dude i mean you know it's it's like uh i like to think of it as like a dungeons and dragons crew you know what i mean it's like you need a healer you need a fucking dwarf you need a fucking you know rogue you need a wizard you want you want a little bit of everything and you got the guy who's not actually playing his character and just hanging out (laughs) (laughs) the guy who's playing video games (laughs) is like quit with that fucking nerdy ass pen and paper shit you losers <gasps> i love how there's somehow a nerd making fun of nerdier nerds oh that's definitely a thing oh yeah oh 100 that's me 100 dude i'm i'm a semi-closet nerd that just yeah i, that, I will i oh, will bash on. other Rain, nerds all the time right Rain, Rain, you came fully out of the closet you have a twitch stream yeah oh well not only that but we spent fucking half an hour of this podcast talking about wrestling like i do every podcast that or every conversation that i have i will relate something to fucking wrestling eventually i i I hate to see what your sex life is like you just i got the three count girl dude yeah she kicked out bro i'll put her over any day man (laughs) that's i and you know that's how girls know that i like them is i start talking I, I use wrestling terminology around them. I'm like, yeah, oh no. For a shoot, he was like doing this or whatever. I'll be like, oh, are you working me right now, girl? Like, what are you talking about? Or like, yeah, dude, my, my friend got hit the other day and he didn't fucking sell it at all. And they're like, sell? And I'm like, sorry. Like, I didn't react. Let me explain this. Let me explain kayfabe to you, darling, please. But you know what? That's how you know you got a winner. When she doesn't run away when you're trying to explain kayfabe. <sighs> that's, either that or the dick is just that good that they're willing to fucking deal with the annoying wrestling talk. Uh, I don't know what it is. It's got to be one of the two. Eh, the pickings are slim in COVID. Yeah, right? <laughs> they're like, I'll take this fucking wrestling fan any day. Sure. He ain't going to cheat on me. He's a nerd. Pretty much, right? He, he's at home watching fucking SummerSlam. <laughs> on Sunday, <laughs> he's got to make sure. <gasps> um, he's got to be home for his streams. That's a fucking thing, dude. Like trying to try him out, you should be like, "Hey, uh, I can't hang today. I have to do a stream. Sorry." Well, this we is what on this. I, you know, how I've been responding to people. Like, I got some production work. I gotta go. 
Yeah, you've been saying that a lot. I've noticed that that, that is... Well, no, that, that is legitimately production work in a lot of cases, but... Absolutely, dude. And then you're producing fucking our three asses. Fucking... Yeah. The, uh, we, have, we have a YouTube channel that actually has content on, on it as of, like, yesterday. Yes, two videos. I watched both... Well, I watched one of them. The other one's, like, 19 hours long or something, nine, right? It's nine hours long. I might have needed to break that off. Uh, might be good to do like part one through nine, maybe, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it yeah, is what it is. But that would in- involve me actually watching it and finding good break points for it. Just right at the hour, like find the nearest hour and then go, <laughs> go to the soonest, the soonest fucking checkpoint from there, bro. You can figure it out. Come ah, on. Right, I can. Do I want to add that work on top of all the other work I'm doing? No, absolutely not. And yeah, I mean, that's my, that's kind of my whole thing. I'm kind of thinking, well, shit, should I just upload hours of this stuff? But especially with bloodstain, there's a lot of dead air. There's a lot of like, okay, I'm fucking trying to concentrate right now. Or like, I have no idea where am I going? Like me looking up the map and being like, no, this is, I've already been here. Wait, do we go here? I mean, fuck, you were there. Yep. (laughs) You were there along helping me, like giving me tips and pointers. I really was your producer on that one. Like, no, 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 you got to do this. It was great, dude. Yeah. You were mod mod for that stream for sure. (gasps) But on that note, we're going to call last call on this motherfucker before I end up giving you like actually like a stream advice for the rest of the next hour. I think we're all set. Although Sunday, everybody be looking. Well, this, this ain't dropping on Sunday, but I'll be talking. This is between us. <laughs> Saturday, Sunday, Saturday would be normal street fighter stream, but now we're doing Sunday. I'm excited about that. That's, that's my jam. That's way easier. That's way less thinking, you know? For sure, for sure. That's just shit talking. Brandon, give them the plugs now. Oh, finally. Okay. Where can so they find you, Mr. Bozio? We're starting with twitch.tv slash rain plays. R-A-A-N-E. Oh, fuck. R-A-A. <laughs> See, I already fucked it up. Take two. Oh, no, that, that's staying in. Yeah, that one's staying in, of course. R-A-A-N-P-L-A-Y-S. Rain plays, like the first bit of my name and plays. Check it out. I'm part of the You Laugh, We Die Network. It's on YouTube and all that shit. Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that jazz. And uh, all my other stuff is at Rain and Bozio, my full name that you'll be able to see right there. Other way. And then, oh, see, for me, it's this way. So for you, it's that way. There you go. Do Perfect. one of these and you got it covered. We got it. This one. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, Rain and Bozio, uh, Chain Flower music and Fallen Suns music um, on Instagram too for the bands. If you want to check them out, we have videos, music you can look up on iTunes and listen to. Um, so yeah, Chain Flower and Fallen Suns. Chain, C-H-A-I-N, Flower. It's pretty easy. And then Fallen Suns is spelled with a U. So F A L L E N S U N S. So yeah, check check those groups out and uh, support us. And then yeah, I should should have some other albums dropping sooner than later. And fucking hire my ass if you if you're hearing this and you want some drums. I got a fucking full studio. I can record any session any day you want and have video. You could be fucking streaming the thing live if you want and watching and giving me uh, production notes at that fucking time. So I would take advantage of it. My rates are better than most. 
I would say. Give Brandon money. Put it in his G-string if you have to. I'm not asking for you to give me money. I'm asking for you to give me. I'm, I'm, asking, ask- I'm asking for you to give Brandon money. I'm asking. I'm, all, my, all I'm asking for is work. Honest work. If I was Con- Conor McGregor, nobody outworks me. Plenty of people outwork Connor. Plenty of people work hard work. Yeah, I know, right? That's that's stuff. And tons of people outwork me for sure. I'm fucking really resting on them Laurel Canyons. But oh, oh. But on that note, you can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram, Matt F and Slayer on Facebook. You can find the Twitch stream at Matt F and Slayer, Twitch.tv slash Matt F and Slayer. You can find the podcast at And Now We Drink on Twitter. And now we drink underscore on Instagram. And until next week, drink up, motherfuckers.